And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it there. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott. I reject the reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Resistance is futile. Your life, as it has been, is over. From this time forward, you will service us. That's right. You get to service all of us here on Mike Check Radio. And of course, that is some awesome. That, that's the voice of Patrick Stewart as Locutus when he was assimilated by the Borg. And we've got some very exciting news about Patrick Stewart and Star Trek for everybody tonight. I'm I'm bursting with joy over this news. And um, But before we get to all that, first and foremost, I should make an introduction. Uh, this is Kenny Pick subbing for Adam Hebert tonight. We're doing all nerd talk here on Mike Check Radio. And of course, uh, at close at hand, down in Port St. Lucie, Florida, the one and only, Miles Lagon, the Galaxy Master. Yes, indeed. Hello. Although today, I was a Dungeon Master. Oh, okay. You're, you're versatile. You're a master oh, yes. of, of many trades. So there Most you go. Michelle's glee. <laughs> Very good. It goes both ways. And of course, uh, uh, joining us, uh, 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 I'm sure, just a few few feet away, Michelle Lagan in Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. And I was very successful at Loki wrangling today. So oh, he he's not- a rascal. Oh yes, he did not do any <laughs> devastation upon our scenery. Yeah, and so, you got your uh, you got your stovetop prepared as well. Yes, thankfully, so. I can oh. now cook stuff again. Yay! I've never heard of a cat breaking an oven. That's a, that's a first for me. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, and of course uh, that other voice you hear there of uh, coming uh, from Columbus, Ohio, the heart of it all, my sister from another Mister Cat. Welcome back to Mike Check Radio. Uh, you're very welcome, Kenny, and thank goodness this is on their talk tonight because I'm only a few miles away from the Orange Menace. So, you, are you downwind? Um, I'm <laughs> pretty much due south, so the wind isn't really carrying that direction. Okay, so, because, you know, uh, with with Trump in town, you you got to be very careful about what you smell. Well, but, 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 but Trump... Trump uses him like a prophylactic. He just shoves ISIS up his big, dirty asshole. That big, dirty asshole. If you're downwind from it, oh, man, it's it's a rough time. Uh, but anyway, that's it. That's all the politics we're talking on the show tonight. Done. Uh, and, of course, our, <laughs> our good friend Theo is going to be joining us in hour two to discuss. Uh, uh, hopefully, I can get him to talk a little Star Trek and talk, you know, other in general sci-fi stuff. Um, and uh, uh, something... Uh, a personal announcement right now, everyone. I bought a Roku. So I'm very happy oh with it, too. Well, that's and good. Y- yeah, it, I got the slightly upgraded model. It's like 100 bucks. I'll just put it out there. It's 100 bucks. Because you, know you know why I bought it? Because the smart TV that I used took away YouTube. 
and I'm so uh, and there's so many things on YouTube that I like to just chill out and watch and not sit at a desk and watch. So, uh, so, so that's very exciting, and uh, I, I got it set up uh, before we had to go to a graduation party for my ingrate niece today. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and you, you might uh, have met her, cat uh, at our uh, 20th anniversary party uh, had she decided to show up. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, but I got the Roku today. The Amazon guy threw it with great force, lovingly, today at my porch. Um, <laughs> I heard, womp! And I was like, oh, the Roku's well, that, that, here. <laughs> that's because he wants you to have Fire TV. He doesn't want you to have Roku. I guess not. I don't know. Yeah. So, but this is, it's really cool. There's a headphone jack on the remote for this thing. So right now, Susan is in the other room listening to whatever TV show she's watching full volume and doesn't have to worry about me saying, turn it down, we're doing a show. You know? Right. So so, so that's really cool. The remote works for the, the whole TV, too. I mean, yeah, if you wanted to switch over to cable or the, or the smart TV function, you can. But we barely have to because all the channels we like, I load it on. And if we and, and if you have a cable uh, subscription, it sounds like I'm doing a fucking infomercial for Roku. I'm not. Um, so <laughs> if you have no, if, but you, it's cool. if you have a cable subscription, all you have to do is is basically I had the my my iPhone open to you know you know verify that I had a cable subscription for certain channels, and then I just had to use my username and password. And Amazon Prime and Netflix are there now too. So, yep. you know, it's great. And there's so many crazy channels. I couldn't believe oh, it. Yes, there's a lot of horror channels and, and kung fu channels. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw one that's like uh, all like Asian gore. <laughs> like, oh, wow. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> oh, okay, I think I'm going to get that. It looks free. So, <laughs> so why not? You know, I mean, they're, they're, but there's crazy shit. And then there's like sexy girls in bikinis channels. <laughs> you know? Yes, they have sex. What they have the the exploitation channels. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so I mean, it was just crazy. I just would type in a letter. I'm like, t I type in the letter U for YouTube, and like all these channels come up. Or I'm sorry, U Y. I can spell. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I type in Y, and then all these channels come up that start with Y, and I was like, how many channels can start with Y? You know. So it's it's wild. It, it, it's it, you, it, you could really fall down a, a Roku hole with this thing. Yes, uh, it's it's much different than a big dirty asshole. Um, yeah, so we, we have four of them. So, yep. Four Roku's. Yeah, we have one in our bedroom TV, one on our uh, our game room TV, one in the main TV, and then we have the extra that we just got a brand new one because we got Sling TV instead of uh, cable. You got a so spare. We have, uh, we have four. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for your loud, dumb motorcycle jerk. So it's always somebody <laughs> on our street with a dumb, loud motorcycle. But yeah, so so that's that's the the latest purchase I made. I just I was like I was so angry because I was talking about it last night on Turn Out the Night and put everybody to sleep. Uh, but there's a YouTube show called On Cinema at the Cinema that I really like, and I I really want to show show it to Susan, but. It's like, you know, I mean, that wasn't the only reason because there's so many, I subscribe to so many different YouTube channels 
And they have, you know, and they've got free movies up there, Miles. You know, they, they, there's all kinds of weird old sci-fi and crap like that. So, you know. There is, but usually when I get home from work, it's not to watch TV unless Michelle lets me. I, it's usually we're playing on the computer or well, movies. Or... Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know the, the, about the variety oh, yeah. out there. So. Oh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I've got, well, believe you me, I have very, and, and that's the, the reason why I wanted something like this, because I have so little time to actually watch TV because of all the stuff that I'm doing for shows and everything, and, yep. you know, in the day job and all the other crap that comes with summer, that I, I want to be able to watch exactly what I want, and now I can, so I'm excited. Thank you, Roku. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's also nice about it too is you can get some of the other uh, non-premium channels. You can get like ABC or something like that. If you want to mm -hmm. watch something, but you don't want to watch the most current episode, you can. Like yeah. um, I like the Gong Show and Match Game on ABC. Oh, okay. Fun. But you know, I can't watch the most current. I can't watch last Thursdays, but I can watch the Thursday before. So that yeah. means I don't have to worry about DVRing or anything. Since so we we cut we stopped our cable bill, so we just have Sling TV now. So I can pull up ABC on the Roku and watch mm -hmm. the older programs. Yeah. That are you know over a week old, and I enjoy doing that. So. Yeah. So uh, so now um, uh, and of course I should I should mention our good friend Theo is going to be with us uh, in hour two if I didn't already mention that and Adam Hebert will be here uh, by hour three. Um, but yeah, let's let's go ahead and get to the big news. Uh, I, I want to get you guys' take on it. We'll revisit it throughout the night because it is such enormous news, uh, and I, I I couldn't believe it. Right before the show, I was like, you know, I don't know what we're gonna talk about, and then then lo and behold, I go to Mediaite just because that's what I you know that's my news aggregation site that I usually go to, and lo and behold, Josh Feldman posts this article. Patrick Stewart returning as Jean-Luc Picard in new Star Trek series. And uh, it reads, uh, The great Patrick Stewart is returning to his iconic Star Trek role in an upcoming show. Jean-Luc Picard will be starring in a brand new Star Trek uh, show for CBS All Access, currently home to Star Trek Discovery, which is a, a, an amazing show. I love Discovery. Per deadline, this new show will tell the story of the next chapter of Picard's life. In a statement posted on, to Twitter this afternoon, Stewart himself said, I, um, I truly felt my time with Star Trek had run its natural course. It is, therefore, an unexpected but delightful surprise to find myself excited and invigorated to be returning to Jean-Luc Picard and explore new dimensions with him. And um, uh, he, uh, he went on to say, uh, let me see, it's very small. I'm going to have to go to Twitter to, to be able to read the whole thing. Um but uh yeah exploring uh, seeking out new life for him when i thought uh that life was over during the past years it's been humbling to hear stories about how the next generation brought people comfort saw them through difficult periods in their lives or how the example of jean luc inspired so many to follow in his footsteps pursuing science exploration and leadership I feel I'm ready to return uh, to him for the same reason, to research and experience what uh, what comforting and reforming light he might shine on these v often very dark times. Uh, you got that right, Captain. <laughs> uh, I look forward to working with our brilliant creative team as we endeavor to bring uh, a fresh, unexpected, and pertinent story to life I can't read the bottom. <laughs> mm. So, uh, but uh, yeah. So anyway, 
Once more. <laughs> there you go. Signed, Patrick. Thanks, Pat. Yeah. Very nice. I enjoyed Next Gener- Next Generation when it was on. I don't. I don't think I watched it to its completion. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I do look forward to watching. I would like to see Deep Space Nine. Uh, you know, I, I would not be surprised if they are bringing in a lot of characters from a lot of those old shows because uh, I I can't even imagine where they're going to take this series like from the from the beginning. But the possibilities are endless and very exciting. So, uh, Kat, uh, what about you? Were you a Next Generation fan? Yes, I was. In fact, I preferred that to uh, the original series pretty much from the start. I'm just really disappointed that yet again they're sticking this behind a paywall. Yeah, I can understand that. You know, um, you know, it's... Something like CBS All Access is one of those channels that I'll I'll go to like when a series is completely released, get it for a month, and then you know binge watch the whole thing. Yes. yes. So you know, but sometimes you run the gambit of you know, or the gamut, I should say, um, of somebody spoiling something from it. But you know, but you th- that's what you, uh, my Michelle, you you and Miles did that with Discovery, uh, right? You right. you just got it for a month yeah. and binged it, right? Yep. So and enjoyed it. Uh, enjoyed it, man. They I, I gotta admit they they did some good storytelling. I love the new type of um, way they're handling shows, and they do. Uh, Game of Thrones was just masterful at this at making every flipping episode have an awesome cliffhanger. Yes. You're like, holy shit, what happens next? It, it, it's like a real, you know, a page turner, if you will. You really want to know what happens, mm. what, how, what, what they do next. And and I do have to mention something that, that Trojan Rabbit said in chat. He said, yes. yes, sir, Patrick, to you. And I said, not to us. We're not British. We settled that a long time ago. <laughs> well, in yeah, Trojan... There's a little- there's a little thing in the constitution about foreign titles. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be okay with calling him Sir Patrick, uh, but um, but a Trojan Rabbit also brings up a, a, an interesting point. It says, how can you bring back some uh, something uh, like the Next Generation when they've destroyed the timeline? All right, I I understand what you're saying because yeah, there's the Kelvin timeline, which is the one for the movies, right? Is that what that's called? And then the I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. But but yeah, there's a new yeah, there's a new timeline. Well, I, I I there are multiple ways to do it. And being a big fan of parallel universe science fiction and comic book writing, I I, I think it could you know you know when you there's this idea that when you monkey around with with the time stream that you get divergent realities. So I, I think that that's kind of where where it's going, you know, with uh, because it, it seems like Discovery. Well, in there, there's a big split too. What you got to understand about Discovery and the in the the movies that started with J.J. Abrams reboot is that they have to remain almost completely different properties and can't like you know the the designs have to be wildly different. It's like there's a huge legal structure on going on behind what goes on on the TV show versus what goes on in the movies. Merchandising has to be done a certain way. 
designs have to be done a certain way logos have to be done a certain way you know certain references are like no go it's almost kind of like you know what what happened with the marvel movies by them selling off certain you know the x-men franchise to fox and you know it's, it's it's a similar setup to that so honestly i think that cbs is just saying oh we'll screw anything that's going on in the movies we don't really care unless zachary quinto wants to make a crossover which could be cool <laughs> you know yes <laughs> so um you know but uh but yeah you know and and it, but as for people who say that you know they prefer the next generation over the original series the original series is always going to have a special place in my heart but i truly adored the next generation when it came out and in all and watched it all the way to the end i wasn't one of those people that was moaning about it i was like yay new star trek you know, I was a little disappointed when it first started out because it seemed like they were trying to make it too self, you know, contained and kind of ignore the stuff from the original series. But, you know, because they they had like I think in one of the I think it was in the pilot they had um DeForest Kelly. Yes. But they didn't name him as as McCoy. I thought you they know, did. I don't know if they named him or not. I, I can't remember, but but they played it really coy, <laughs> Mick coy. Uh, but they, they they you know they played kind of coy about you know really delving into the the history of of uh, you know what happened in the original series and you know until like the second and third seasons they really started uh, you know beefing that up. So so that and, and of course who can forget generations? Uh, it was a flawed movie, but it was very exciting to me when it came out at the time. Um, but yeah, this is, this is great news. Um, I, 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 you know, let's, let's do a, let's do a little quick, uh, uh, off the top of your head wish list. Let's do a quick round table of characters from any show that are of, of actors that are still surviving that you would want to see pop up in a cameo. I'll, I'll go first and okay. say, uh, I definitely, we definitely need some, some Riker action. So Jonathan Frakes w- yeah. would be nice. So uh, Miles, since you talked about Deep Space Nine, anybody from Deep Space Nine you'd like to see pop up? Oh gosh. Um, I think Renee Abujanoy is still alive. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Abujanoy. Um. <laughs> yeah, Abujanis. <laughs> Yeah, his name's always. But I he, think he, he I played think Michael Odo. Dorn could play an older retired uh, Worf that is, you know. Yeah, he still looks for the days. Of, yeah, he still looks pretty uh, great. And and you're right with Rene uh, Bourgeois, however you say his name, uh, as Odo. He could come back because that was such heavy prosthetic makeup. Yes. You know. Yes. Easy. Um, but we'll we'll keep going around if if you have other ideas. Uh, but Cat, uh, did you did you uh, have have somebody you'd like to see? On the top of your wish list, I would not mind seeing Will Wheaton as an adult starship captain, Wesley Crusher. Shut up, Wesley! <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind either. I thought that too because uh, before the show, my mind just was racing. You know, well, Michelle, any any uh, anybody you'd like to see show up? Yeah, Nana Visitor. As Kira Nearest. Oh. I really like that character. Nice, nice. And, yeah. um, I, you know, I, I, I don't know how they could do it, but I would love it. Honest to God, I'd love it if they if they could get 
um, Nichelle Nichols or or um, uh, why can't I think of his name? Shatner. George Shatner. Okay. Oh, Shatner. Or yeah, George Takei too. You know, I know that you know it's because Shatner desperately wants. You know, he he was so jealous when they brought um, Leonard Nimoy into the into the new Star Trek franchise. I don't doubt it. And I I, I would love you know to see if they could pull it off. You know, if they had a smart enough script, I think they could do it. Uh, you know, again, parallel universes, man. That's what it's all about. Stranger Things. So Yeah, you can do a lot with that because and 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 Discovery. I mean, uh, yeah. Discovery. Um they opened up the whole thing about parallel universes, about the different time streams and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, in so, the best possible way, really. Yeah, and you could you could bring in Catherine Janeway. Yes. Yep. And the Voyager crew. Uh, even though I'm not a big fan of hers, but <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't mind that. We'll, we'll leave the Enterprise crew off in their own little corner, though. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't mind what I saw of Enterprise. I wouldn't mind seeing Scott Bakula pop up. I I didn't mind some things about it but there were other things where it was just like what they were doing with it came completely out of left field <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so what about any other uh i think brent spiner i don't i don't think can pull off data the makeup would have to be you know i'm not trying to be ageist or anything but it, at a certain point that makeup just ain't gonna work you know so but but in re- actually related, they can do amazing things with computers these days. That's true, but the budget for a TV show versus a movie, you know, I mean, maybe if they did like one super yeah. special episode, I could see that. That that good i good yeah good idea, cat. Um, but uh, uh, quark, quark, good quark. one, yeah, yes. So the uh, Ferengi, right? Yes. Whoopi yes. Goldberg, Guinan, yeah. So many options here. My God. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I honestly, you know, any of the original, uh, the next generation cast, and any surviving member of any other show, I don't care. Bring them all in, you know. Do it like the, you know, the twelve doctors, you know. Um, yes. Uh, but uh, it, you know, also, Cat, I don't know if you heard this news, but um, Brent Spiner, Data, uh, just got a gig on Supergirl, I think. He's playing like the vice president or something. It's, yeah, that's that's very possible. I know that uh, that there have been rumors about him showing up on one of the different Arrowverse shows for a while now. So that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, here we go. The, this is um, from TrekMovie.com. Brent Spiner of Star Trek Next Generation cast as vice president in Supergirl. So, um, so yeah, so there you go. Uh, oh, so, oh, wow. It, it, Linda Carter's the president in Supergirl. I forgot about that. So Wonder, yeah. Wo- Wonder Woman as president and Data as vice president. I want them. I want them. <laughs> can we trade? Can we trade for our bullshit reality right now? Give us Wonder Woman and Data. God, talk about a crossover. So, <laughs> I totally. I'd rather I'd rather have the head of Nixon from Futurama right now than what we have. I'm oh sorry. God, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I hear you. I hear you. Uh, so yeah. So that's uh oh, and Tim Russ, who what, what was his what was Tim Russ's name? Uh, he played the Vulcan in Tuvok. 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 Yeah, he plays uh Joel Us in uh, a, a, a Kryptonian in Supergirl. So here's, here's one. I'd like the doctor from the uh, the hologram hologram doctor. Uh, was it Perengi? Robert Picardo. Uh, uh, Picardo. I like him. Now that would be a fun kind of like goofy thing to have pop up in the Star Trek, mm-hmm. the new Star uh, Trek. Uh, yeah, I like the actor who played Chakotay as well. He that was always a cool character. Yes. So, I like um, the fact he was Native American. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, look at that. Oh my gosh, it's almost break time. Um, we, we have a few other Patrick Stewart surprises that we'll pepper throughout the evening. And we'll find out what everybody else has been up to. What Give us uh, your thoughts in the chat room. Who do you want to see show up? And what, you know, what kind of, what, 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 I don't know, just any kind of scenario. What would be cool? You know, is it, is it uh, Picard stranded on a desert island and all he has is alien coconuts to eat? <laughs> all, all I have to say, though, I do like the new incarnation of Mud in the Discovery. Oh series. yeah, Rain Wilson is perfect. Oh my for that. god, that was amazing. That was yeah, he he was great. A little, uh, I mean, a lot more sinister too. <laughs> he creepy oh, and evil yeah. and yeah. so conniving. Oh. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I don't see no points on your ears, boy. Admiral McCoy to Data. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, but, but yeah, so, but yeah, everybody go, yeah, Encounter Farpoint. That's a great episode, Trojan Rabbit. Go watch that. That's a good one. Um, but, uh, but anyway, in a legendary episode, actually. Um, anyway, yeah, so, uh, you know, share your thoughts in the chat. And, uh, hey, look, Kenny Pick Sr. made it over. So, and uh, Robert Beltran was Chakotay. Thank you, Theo. So, see, I knew he would be a valuable asset to, to talk Trek with us tonight. Um, but yeah, so uh, you guys uh, go go uh, do a Google church, you know. Go do a Google church. You're going surfing on the internet. Find out what you want to talk about. I'll look up some other stories and everything. But yeah, we're just gonna have a fun free for all with uh, sci-fi, TV, movie, comic book, whatever, video game news, board games. I don't care. Whatever you guys want to talk about, we'll come back and make sure we've got time to do that. So Adam usually plays a handful of my goofy songs. Um, I wish I had a Star Trek song. I don't. <laughs> so I'll just play. Uh, I'll I, just play. Huh? I should have given you some of my Filk songs. I've got like Star Trek and Across the Universe and. Uh, that we can, really it, yeah, that would get us in trouble by for for not doing royalties oh. right on that. So, uh, but I oh. actually actually Sorry. you know what I do no that's okay. Um, that's that's my that's from uh you know that's that's all the crap that you know. I uh, have filed away under you know special interests. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> but uh, I no. I had an old Filk song that was really crazy, but I don't remember what it was called. Hmm. So, well, um, on the actually, I do have a little. I have a little Picard treat. I'll play on this break. I'll probably play it again just because it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, we've got uh, a John Luke Picard singing a, an old Christmas standard. Everybody. Uh, let's go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back with more Mike Check Radio right after this. You're 
are listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. The extent to which your generation has defiled this earth is truly mind-boggling. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. The weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, make it so, make it so, make it so. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought me some tea, gray hot. The lights are turned way down below. Make it so, make it so, make it so. When we finally kiss, good night. How I hate going out in the storm. But if you really shut up, Wesley. All the way home, I'll be warm. Oh, the fire is slowly dying. And my dear, we're still goodbye, then. But as long as you love me, so make it so. Make it so. Make it so.
Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. We get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. This company's going to shoot straight to the top and stay there, like Cindy Lauper. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Welcome back. This is uh, Kenny Pick subbing for Mr. Adam Hebert. And, of course, joining me on the program, uh, shooting straight to the top and remaining there for all time, just like Glass Tiger Canadian Sweethearts with their hit single, Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone. (laughs) It took me a minute to remember. Cat from Columbus, Ohio. Remember last time? Hello, and uh, can we also uh, talk about the new ABBA movie? Oh, wait, no, let's not. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yes, and also joining me on, on the program, uh, shooting straight to the top and remaining there for all time, just like Mart St. John's infamous band White Tiger, another Tiger band, <laughs> White Tiger, with their hit, well, they didn't have any hits. Miles Lagan, there he is. Yes, hello, and I am happy to report that my pinky toe is in better shape than the NRA's finances. Ah, okay, there you go. And we'll switch uh, animals a little bit, uh, shooting straight to the top and remaining there for all time, just like White Lion and their hit with one of the children cry, or what I don't remember what it's called. When the children cry. Michelle Legon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Welcome back. Hey, at least it's not a Beatles song named after Michelle. Yeah, there you go. I, I haven't done that to you, and I won't. So, um, it's but okay, uh, it's okay. But I, I like the Supremes version of it. The you know Diana Ross version of it. It's a lot better. Well, there you go. There you go. So it's always a stretch for me to to, to on the fly come up with three one hit wonders, or no hit wonders, uh, such as the case of Mark St. John's. 
white tiger <laughs> so cat you know them right <laughs> um <laughs> no i don't thank goodness they're not bad i had a radio not bad yeah i had a radio friend and that was a genius when it came to one hit wonders he could yeah, name you told- them off the top of his head and he was just absolutely fanatical about you it. told me about that yeah that's good but uh, you know yep. I, I i gotta say i think that that bumper where they say she's gonna be like cindy lopper and shoot straight to the top Could, couldn't you done like kiki d or melanie or you know <laughs> cindy lopper had a pretty good career she still does um so anyway welcome back to the show uh, i found a little bit more information about uh patrick stewart's uh return to trek i uh, I, I figured i since I was on trekmovie.com, I would see what their reporting had. And um, uh, this is by Matt Wright. Uh, and there's a couple little um, little snippets. And let me see. There's a... Uh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, there's a video that they released, too. Oh, I, I can't play that here. Um, but uh, it says uh, a few more details... Uh, were provided for the new show. Stewart revealed that things have changed for Jean-Luc Picard. said, uh, he may not, and I stress, may not be captain anymore. He may be the Jean-Luc Picard that you recognize and know so well. Uh, he may not be, I'm sorry. Um, it may be a very di- different individual, someone who has been changed by his experiences. 20 years will have passed, which is more or less the exactly the time between the very last movie Nemesis and today. And he promised that it would not be anything like the next generation, but in some ways it would be. He says, I pro- it will be, I promise you, I guarantee it's something very, very different. It will come to you with the same passion and determination of love of the material and love of our followers uh, and our fans, exactly where it had, uh, exactly uh, as we had it before. So it's also still in very early development, so... Uh, of course, but yeah, this is this is pretty exciting. So, so is Picard gonna have psionic powers in this or what? Uh, maybe just a goatee. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we know yeah. he's not gonna be on a vineyard in southern France. Mm, maybe, maybe he has to come out of retirement. Well, that'll be cool. So, um, you know, uh, I'd love to see where they go. I mean, it's like. You know, I mean, think about it. Is it like, you know, maybe he's he's going to be, uh, you know, what would they do? You know, you got to come out of retirement. You got to be, you got to broker peace because, you know, you were so cool before. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. We, we want you to head the special ops team in space. So, uh, who knows? Who knows what it's going to be? Uh, but, yeah, so that that's very exciting. But we'll... we'll uh, uh, talk about that more a little bit later when we get Theo on uh, but yeah there's a, there, there is a fair amount of other exciting news too the, the season premiere of Better Call Saul is right around the corner I'm very excited about that I already had the first episode spoiled for me damn it so um, and the neighbor's dog is barking its head off too so there you go there's a little, little foley for you um, and, uh, let me see. So, uh, uh, the, um, let me see. I'm sorry. I'm over on CBR. Um, apparently another, this is exciting. Uh, this is a little spoilerific for anybody who hasn't seen Avengers Infinity War. It's not a huge spoiler, 
You guys have all seen it, right? Yes. Cat, did you see it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have. So this is not a major, major, major spoiler, but it's a spoiler about a cameo in the movie, and I won't explain the cameo for anybody who hasn't seen it, but there, uh, this article is from CBR, uh, the, and it's uh, by Ian uh, Cardona. Um, the Russos, the Russo brothers who directed uh, the, you know, um, Infinity War and uh, Civil War, um, it, it says the Russos seemingly tease Red Skull return to the MCU. Woot! Love it. Bring back that Nazi bastard. Uh, so I mean, Red so Skull we can punch the Nazis again. Yeah, we want to see some Nazi punching on screen again. Seriously, you know, if 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 uh, you know, and you know, maybe uh, I would say you know, have Richard Spencer be an unpaid stunt double in in makeup. So, <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't want him to gain any more notoriety. So yeah, so um, it says. Uh, let, let me see a tweet uh, from at the Avenger at Avengers. It says Red Skull is free to leave Vormir, and he is also free to pursue his desire for an Infinity Infinity Stone. Russo brothers. So so that's kind of exciting. That was again. That was uh, I I. I literally said holy shit in the theater out loud when I saw the Red Skull appear. So, and again, I won't give you too much context. Um, I already gave you a little bit, but but yeah, it's a, it was that was, you know, totally unexpected. Totally unexpected. Um, and that would be uh, oh, oh, wait a second. Looks like there's, uh, there's also news about uh, Jason Momoa um Donning the clan, yeah. There's a ooh, wow. There's a real here. Let me share this in the uh, in the chat for everybody. Jason Momoa in a, a very traditional um, Aquaman costume with the uh, orangey gold and green. Um, wow, that's a really nice design. Uh, but yeah, there's a new statue. Uh, we'd seen it teased for an action figure before, but not in such detail. So this is uh, this is nice. Go take a look at that. I have hopes, you know, for for the DCEU after seeing the Shazam trailer. And I know we, we discussed this stuff last week, but, it, you know, it's it's just been such a headache for somebody who's been such a huge DC fan for so long. Miles and Michelle, you've seen my action figure collection. You know I like DC. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I recently got my action figures out of storage and, and, and did a couple displays. I'll share pictures with everybody in the chat in a little bit. Um, but it's been such such a headache and such a heartbreak for me with some of these decisions that have been made. And I have been, ever, ever since you know I've been on this show... I have argued repeatedly over and over and over against having Zack Snyder so heavily involved in the beginning of this franchise because I've said it before and I'll say it again. He's a great action director, but he's a horrible actor director and some of his script choices and things like that, or, or, you know, I mean the save Martha bullshit, you know, I mean, oh, it's it's just maddening. So, but you know, again, the Shazam trailer looks absolutely delightful. That movie looks great. The the Aquaman one looks like a, a visual spectacle. And seriously, riding seahorses and sharks, come on, doesn't get much better than that. So, um, 
but yeah, I'm I'm hoping it's saved. I'm hoping it's saved. I mean, what 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 are so let me let me uh, I want to air some grievances right now. What's what uh, for? And if you don't have anything to say, you don't have to. It's fine. But Michelle, do you have one great grievance about the DCEU right now? Um, my biggest problem, other than the TV shows and the Wonder Woman franchise, they're mm-hmm. not giving enough strong strong enough leads to the females. They're either villains or they're you know side characters. And Agreed. that annoys me. Agreed. I want more of the females in there. I want more strong feminine roles. Or, you know, just female roles. Well, I gotta say, at least to the DCEU's credit, they have a female character starring in their own solo film versus yeah. versus Marvel. You know, Marvel yeah, has well, a lot Marvel of strong... Too. Yeah, but, but, I mean, they have a lot well, of strong Marvel's female characters. Gonna have, uh, a Black Marvel's Widow. Marvel's gonna have captain marvel here in a few months so true true and what's funny and it's funny too i don't know if you guys know this but we have two captain marvel movies coming out at the same time (laughs) shazam and captain marvel are coming out because of course shazam in the comic books if anybody doesn't know was originally named captain marvel um but uh but yeah legal stuff um but uh, what about you miles you have any major grievance about the dceu not really. Not really. I, I really just tend to lower my standards when I watch. I just want people to tell a story and entertain me. I don't get bent or upset about whatever. Yes, I understand the complaints about it being too dark and what have you, but uh, usually if other people are just like, oh, that was not as good as it could have been, I'll be like, well, you know, I'll, I understand plot holes, but they've got to be glaring to really just earn my ire. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'd just like, you know, like, that's fine. That's tell a story. Distract me from reality for a couple hours. Well, that that's a very wanna, positive outlook. I wanted to say also about the Tim Burton Batmans. Um, don't hate me, but I think I really enjoyed them. They were a fun romp. I was... <laughs> I, when, when I went to see that first one in the theater, I was blown away. I was absolutely blown away. I mean, yeah, they've held up pretty good over time, you know. They're, you know, the but you know, go go ahead, Cat. I was gonna say my two favorite Batman uh, actors from the screen are Christian Bale and uh, Michael Keaton. Agreed. You'll never get an argument from me about the Tim Burton Batman movies. If if anything, I will tell you those are the best Tim Burton movies. Period. <laughs> Ed Wood, come on. I've not seen that. Um, so, you know, I can't pass judgment on it. Oh, you've got to see it. But, it's such a good movie. But um, I... And I love Beetlejuice. I mean, Beetlejuice is the movie that made me crush hard on Winona Ryder when I was about 14 years old. Oh, yeah. so you, you had it in for goth girls. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was very gothy in that. Oh, yes, oh, she gothy. was. And when when uh, about 10 years ago, when younger kids would act like they made up goth, I'd point to that movie and to Edward Scissorhands. Uh-huh. And I was funny. It's funny. Is I was goth even before I knew it, so it was kind of fun. 
<laughs> oh, I I ran well, with the correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of a, a lot of my friends um, who Mort and I ran around with, um, most of the most of the girls we we hung out with, they all had their hair dyed black. They all wore black from head to toe, black lipstick. You know. White powder makeup, you know. Oh, we 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 ran with the goth crowd again before they were calling themselves goth. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't have to do the white powder makeup. My 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 complexion was pretty much pale. <laughs> to be already, honest, these so. girls didn't either. But um, so uh, but but yeah. So uh, no, I, I I'm I'm right there with you. I do not. I got nothing bad to say about the Tim Burton. Uh, yeah. Or, if there's one thing that I could change about the DC movies, it would be get actors who are not more wooden than Hayden Christensen <laughs> to play the heroes. Because, yeah. I mean, yes, I know that Bruce Wayne is supposed to be a very morose, somber SOB, but dear fucking God, even that emotion Affleck could not portray. <laughs> mm. You know, I, I didn't mind Affleck so much in, in in this stuff, but, uh, you know, I had my issues. He wasn't perfect for it, absolutely. But, man, it was... I, I really think, you know, and I'll say this every damn time, he needed a better director. Because Ben Affleck has pulled off some pretty decent moments, you know? Um, yeah, he, he has. It's just... Uh, in those movies, for whatever reason, it's like completely soulless, phoned-in performances. Well, look here. Here, let, for an, as an example, go back if you have the stomach for it. <laughs> go back and, and rewatch at least some scenes from The Watchmen with uh, Patrick uh, Wilson and Mylon Ackerman, who are both phenomenal actors. And they were so stiff and so, you know, like you say, wooden in uh, in the Watchmen movie. I mean, Jackie Which Earl, uh, a Night Owl, and Silk Spectre. Um, but, okay, that makes but, sense. But uh, look at, uh, or Billy Crudup, who played uh, Dr. Manhattan. The uh, And yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I think, was the second best as the comedian next to Jackie Earl Haley as Rorschach. Oh, Jackie so, Earl Haley. I love that man. Well, and the that only reason... Is- the shit uh, he is he is uh, in the only a, he's been a good actor for a long time he was incredible in bad news bears and that's yeah. going back nearly sure 45 years but my my point about him is when he 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 lobbied for the role of rorschach because he got it he loved yeah. that character he was yeah. rorschach he didn't need a director mm-hmm. there are certain actors they don't need a director if they understand the source material. All those other actors who star in ever, you know, I mean, yeah. uh, whatever, uh, you know, they, they need some direction. You know, they, 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 you know, they're not everybody can be as talented as Jackie Earl Haley or or get into something that much. And by the way, a movie that Jackie Earl Haley and Patrick Wilson were in right before The Watchmen. Where they're both phenomenal, and I think um, I think it has um, oh, I can't remember her name. Um, she was in Heavenly Creatures and uh, uh, as much as I hate to say it, Titanic. Um, what's her name? Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Winslet. Thank you. Yeah, it was called Little uh, Little Children. 
Uh, have either, any of you ever seen that movie, Little Children? No. Um, no, I have It's amazing. Is that the one that Jackie Earl Haley was nominated for an Oscar for? Probably. Probably. But this movie is phenomenal. It basically is about like the, all these people in this suburb who are all kind of terrible people. And the only one person who isn't terrible is is the one who's treated the worst, basically. And and the thing is, the the movie is narrated like a nature documentary, <laughs> but it's a it's a total straight up drama, and it's so fucking it, it's so fucking incredible. So if you want to see, and so watch Patrick Wilson in that, and then watch Patrick Wilson in in you know, uh, The Watchmen, and you're like, you know, I had such high hopes, and I'm like, and that was when. That was truly when I realized, that's when I formulated my opinion about Zack Snyder. It's like, visually, beautiful movies. You know, action, terrific. Um, you know, all of that, you know, again, all the aesthetics, all that, great. But he can't direct people for shit. You know? I mean, the, and, and, you know, a few people have been able to overcome that. And, you know, Gal Gadot has proven herself uh, you know that she she's like jackie earl haley she can she knows the source material she loves it she's doing her best job uh and and she was wonderful in uh batman v superman but you know uh cavill needs a better director henry cavill is not a great actor i'll say that right now um you know i don't think he's a little stiff at times yeah yeah, I mean, it, it, it was just, I mean, so many awkward scenes with him in some of those movies. Um, but and personally, he seems a wonderful guy. Absolutely. In person, like on talk shows and stuff, he seems so fluid and so pleasant. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that the directors can't bring that out on the screen. Yeah, it's just like, you know, I mean, some people don't work well if they're not under direct supervision, you know? Um, yeah. You know, it's it's uh, it's not a fault to him. He's you know he seems like an absolutely wonderful guy, but you know he's just not the strong. And he's a, he's pretty young too, so you know. Can but, can I mention Val Kilmer as Bruce Wayne though? I didn't you know? mind him as Bruce Wayne. <laughs> what? I didn't mind him as Bruce Wayne. I like him, but I did not. I, I, I thought I would enjoy him more as Bruce Wayne, but he didn't bring it for me and i don't know why but maybe I, i'm i'm thinking still the real genius type Val kilmore kilmer and all that so well i think that that was partly because of joel schumacher um because that was his uh first batman movie wasn't it yeah and uh, you know how Frank feels about the Joel Sh- Schumacher Batman movies, I, I, too. I, I love <laughs> Frank, but I don't, I don't agree with half the stuff he says. The only thing I think we really agree heavily on is Night of the Stalker. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I completely do not agree with him on the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. I think those are freaking fantastic. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, uh, but uh, the George Schumacher ones are kind of crappy. They're 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 too car. They're they they still keep the dark motif of the Burton Batman movies, but try to be cartoony. And Jim Carrey in the one with Val Kilmer just eats the fucking scenery. 
Well, Jim Carrey is a scenery-eating actor. That's yeah. the problem. Mm. He's he's calmed down a little bit now, but he is he, he will chew up scenery like nobody's business. Oh my God! What the living hell is going on here? I just read this Uh-oh. on CBR. Mark mm-hmm. Marin, all right, get it. Yeah. Mark Marin confirms his uh, his and Robert De Niro's Joker movie casting. Really. Yes, it says rumors abounded that Mark Marin and Robert De Niro would be joining the cast of Warner Brothers' solo Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix, following reports that they, uh, the two were in talks with the studio. The rumors have now turned out to be true. On Marin's What the Fuck or WTF podcast, um, he confirmed all the rumors of his involvement with the film. Uh, he and celebrated Oscar winning, uh, the Oscar winning actor were, were a part of the cast. Sam Cedar's probably seething. <laughs> oh, <wait>. uh, <laughs> Who's the hero playing? Uh, let's see. I don't know if it says. Uh, but it says, uh, it is true, people, Marin said. It is true, ladies and gentlemen. I have been added to the cast of the new Joker movie being directed by Todd Phillips starring Joaquin Phoenix and Robert De Niro, two of the greatest actors who have ever graced the screen. The comedian and star of Netflix, Glow, previously criticized superhero movies, but praise, praises the script for this one. This is the movie uh, that's uh, that it's going to be... Uh, wait. This is the movie that it's going to be in, and hopefully it will make the cut. And honestly, it's a, a pretty great script. So there you have it, he said. In addition to directing, Todd Phillips co-wrote the film, which is said to be more of a grounded crime film than an origin story. Um, and an origin story. Is expected to begin shooting in September. Marin, it was reported to be considered for the role of a booking agent that gets the Joker on a late night talk show hosted by the character, uh, 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 by hosted by the Robert De Niro character. Um, uh, the, the scenario okay. sounds sounds like another nod to Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns, where Joker committed murders as uh, a guest on a talk show to draw up Batman. The film is titled simply titled Joker. It's slated for an October 19th, 2019, 2019 release. Now that's intriguing. Yeah. Wow. You know, it I don't know. I, I, I honest to God, I kinda I love Sam Cedar and I love Mark Marin, but their relationship is so goddamn toxic. And every time Marin <laughs> every time Marin got some you know, something good going for him. Cedar would just shit talk him to death on the show. And, you know, but I mean, it's it's amazing that Mark Marin has come so far. I mean, you know, from Air America, yeah, stand-up comedy to Air America to a cameo in yeah. Louie to his own show um uh on uh um what what was that on um Sundance? No, no, no. What the hell was his show on? I don't remember the Marin, but his show Marin and Glow. He's terrific in Glow. Have any of you watched Glow? No. No, it's actually on my list to, to check out during the day. So addictive. So addictive. Oh yeah, it's it's so addictive. Um and um and yeah, Cat. If you haven't seen Glow, you should watch it. It's pretty awesome. Um, like Michelle, it's one of those that's on my list to watch it, and I just haven't gotten to it yet. Well, <laughs> Well, it's uh, yeah, I I couldn't stop. So you guys gotta let me know when you see it because I, I need to know if it was as addictive to you as it was to me. Because the music is great, the costumes are great. It's so eighties, 
Yeah, I mean they they got the '80s in LA so nailed. You know the the you know it's it's so fun. It's so fun. Um, I'll I'll I will I will say this. I will start watching it in two hour slots between Stephanie and John Fuglesang's show starting Monday. All right, all right. I'd love to be I'll able to yeah. Yep. I'd love to I'd love to be able to talk to somebody else about it on the show. It'd be good. Yeah. So um, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. It is it is break time. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and jump to it. Um, and yeah, when we come back, uh, we're gonna call Theo and get him on to talk about Star Trek, Yay. sci-fi in general, whatever he's he's uh, been up to. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll be right back with more Mike Check Radio. That's right. It's not Turn Up the Night. Uh, <laughs> Mike Check Radio. Right after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. I won't argue that it was a no-holds-barred, adrenaline-fueled thrill ride, but there's no way you could perpetrate that amount of carnage and mayhem and not incur a considerable amount of paperwork. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. I'm not that damn smart. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott. I reject the reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to, uh, what's the show called? Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. I'm Kenny Pick from Turn Up the Night, subbing. Adam will be here in hour three. Of course, joining me as always on the program, uh, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Hello. Hello. And Michelle Lagon, also in Port St. Lucie. Welcome back. Hey, I'm here. And Kat out of Columbus, Ohio. Welcome back to the program. Thank you very much. 
And now we got to get Theo on the call. Very excited about that. Uh, and by the way, I'm I'm reading up on a, a um, <laughs> I'm reading up on the totally official, um, uh, totally 100% official Titans drinking game. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. So uh, that that should be interesting. We might look into that a little bit later. Theo, are you there with us? Oh, looks like it's still. Oh, mm, did it fail to join? Did uh, let me see. Um, Theo, you there? Hmm. I don't hear him. So let's see. I don't know uh, if he's. Uh, I, I don't think. I think he just wanted me to call him on Skype. Hopefully not his phone. So. Um, eh, anyway. But yeah, if you guys see, you know, the, the fuck Batman stuff, the, you know, from the Titans yeah. thing. Yeah, that was a bit rude. Yeah, I, I was, I was, you know, I mean, do I people... I they had a falling out, but really? To go that strong? Well, it, it's not just that. It's just, it's Robin, for God's sake. You know, he used to say, you know, holy bat nuts, Batman, or whatever. <laughs> so... Um, well, they are modernizing it, but I don't think he would have been that. Yeah, rude. that's pretty crass. So um, the show is intentionally trying to be edgy to uh, show yeah. it's it's standing it right. on its own. Okay, um, Thea is trying to call me from his phone. I didn't. Uh, I can't. I can't add you, Theo. So if you're listening, I need to. I'll just have to call your your phone. So let me see. That's the. Uh, all right. So Ooh. I'm gonna have to hang up on him there and um wait, wait, we could talk D D, but yeah talk uh, whatever you want do give me yeah okay. give me give me some help okay. here talk about whatever okay um cat you would you would like my character in miles campaign she's a goran basically they're a plantlet type creature so she's not really a she she's not really a he it's it's an it but you know it's it's a plant creature that shapes her shapes their body any way they wish so it's it's a pretty cool little little uh, race. Thank cool. You like that, her. Yeah, that does sound pretty cool. Uh, what system is that? We're gonna say something loud because I can't get him removed immediately from the call. So sorry about that. Gosh darn it! Or press one for more options. So irritating. I'm so sorry, Theo. You're gonna get a. Um, uh, I, I, it's just, it, Skype has made it so hard to remove people from calls now, so I need to remove Theo there. Okay. Hi, Theo. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, if that I, I called, I called Theo. Uh, I'll try and call you again. Um, but uh, I'm telling you, Skype. Yeah. Fucking, fucking killing me, man. With this whole phone I, thing. I, I, yeah. It, I I don't know what Skype is doing. Well, I know what they're doing. Microsoft is trying to get like a monopoly on everything, and it's just, yeah, nuts. Yeah. But yeah, I thought you'd like that cat. She she's a fun little character. She's yeah. You may have missed my question, but I had asked which system that was in. Uh, it's a Pathfinder. Pathfinder. It's called a oh, Goran. Okay. Yeah, G H O R A N. You can look it up on the that's on the D uh, twenty. You know, uh, site. So the the PRD. Yeah. I'll have to take a look at that. 
Yeah, it's it's a neat character. Basically, they were invented by the druids to be uh, sentient plant creatures to keep an eye over the crops and stuff like that so they can regenerate themselves via a seed that they expel. Uh-huh. So they're very cool. It's a very cool little race. So It does sound pretty, uh, pretty neat. Yeah, so I, I created her as a woodland sniper. She's a defender of the forest. Are you kidding me? I just removed... Jesus Christ. Hold on, guys. I gotta call y'all back. So, yeah. Okay, there we go. That's not what I want. God bless America. I'm telling you what. Skype is pissing me off. Alright. I do not know. Alright. I am back... I am sorry about Hello? that. Um, uh, 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 yeah, the, okay. Theo is saying he's trying to call in the. I know, and and I thought he understood him. that. Yeah, so I cannot take calls with new Skype. I need to call you. All right. There we go. All right, so I'm going to try and uh, see what I can do here, but this is, um, uh, let me see, can I, I add to favorites, that's nonsense. Yeah, Miles' Miles' new game basically has characters that can't look human, and my character may have a humanoid shape. But she doesn't look anything human. Basically, her face looks like a uh, a, a, a face made out of flower petals. Her body uh-huh. makes looks like armor made out of just you know leaves and and uh, the vines and stuff. So it's 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 pretty neat. We uh-huh. have a half dragon who definitely does not look human. We right. have a little rat guy that Shane plays. He's a gunslinger. <laughs> He's fun to watch. Okay. We have yeah. So trying to call Theo again. Okay. And your, your character sounds your character sounds kind of like the Wolfs <laughs> in Guild, Guild Wars too. Oh, are you kidding Theo? me? What well, is going on? Available. All right. I'm Please sorry, Theo. It's not going to happen. Um, when finished recording, you may hang up. Seriously? Or press one for more options. God damn it! Remove, remove from the conversation. Oh my God! I, I'm. Sorry, Theo. Uh, <laughs> Basically, my character campaign is one, you know, it's based on like the Asian continent of the world, and that has a different pantheos of gods. And basically, these this pantheos is in trouble. It's under attack. The good guys are, well, I can't, there's spoilers, I can't really say, but there's a problem. The bad guys are winning. And the uh, there's the monkey god, and he is kind of independent, but it has fallen to him to kind of fix things, and he has turned to mortals since all the celestial beings are getting their asses handed to them. So the mortal beings he selected to help them are a bunch of um, wizard-created hybrids that uh, he's released from control of the wizard uh, to go out into the world and uh, make things right. And so yes, half dra- you know the wizard created these hybrids: half dragon, half plant, half vampire, half rat, half. Oh gosh, what was the one was a kinku? Uh, it's half bird. It's got a half fire yeah. elemental. So this is yeah. your campaign that you played today. Yes, yes. correct. Yes. Okay. 
They so, went into a, vil- a fishing village that was being attacked by undead, and it was, they were stealing the women, as undead do. Mm. And the party and came it, in and saved the day. The the imp tried to help, but really the party just wasn't having any of that. I don't. Well, I don't the, no, the imp wanted to trade saving the villagers for their souls, and we had nothing to do with that. It's a legitimate transaction. On, no, uh, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> None of us are like, yes, you can trade your soul to this imp. No. <laughs> the looks on my players' faces every time. This <laughs> imp is like, look, they give us their souls, we save their village. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. My apologies to Theo if you're listening. I, I put a message in the chat, but, you know, if, if you can't use Skype right now, it's just not working. It keeps going to voicemail, and we'll just have to reschedule. My apologies. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, anyway, let's, uh, let's uh, uh, um, get all, uh, some other exciting news. Uh, you know, the, the DC Universe, the, we're, we're talking about the Titans uh, show, their new streaming service is starting. Uh, well, it started. Um, I believe. And uh, they just announced that uh, Jeff Johns is talking about this. They, they announced a Stargirl show. Which is very Star exciting. Stargirl? Stargirl, yeah. Um, who is uh, uh, Courtney Whitmore, a character created by Jeff Johns uh, in the way back in Stars and Stripe from the late 90s, I believe, maybe early 2000s. Um, and Stargirl is a really cool character. She's kind of a legacy character of the Starman family. And she ended up joining the Justice Society of America, the, the predecessor to the Justice League of America, the, the heroes of World War II. And I was reading a little bit of the... Um, of, of an interview with Jeff Johns about this, and he was he was like, you know what? I'm all I love the Justice Society, so there is going to be legacy. He's like this this TV show is going to be about family and legacy, and so we can expect to see other iterations. I don't know if anybody ever read any of the James Robinson Starman with um uh what was his uh oh man why can't i remember his name jack i think was the character's first name but it was like one of the very first like super grounded in reality um within the context of the dc universe of um you have reached uh, the maximum time seriously i seriously hung up Press one to listen I get, to your message. Press two to this is this is ridiculous. Record. Press three. So Theo's gonna have the longest damn voicemail. All right, I, I need to completely. Another I need to completely. I need to completely restart the call. I need to. I'll call you guys back. Uh, quality of call one star. There we go. Um, it was terrible. Um, I I hate you. Send feedback. So there we go. Just send that. All right. So now I get to start the call all over again, everybody, because Skype is terrible now. And I cannot get guests on the phone anymore. And I'm livid about this. So um, let me see. Uh, We got, there we go. Miles, Michelle, and uh, get Kat back on here. There we go. Done. And call this and now you guys are going to get to hear this coming over which is really the most least pleasant ring that has ever been invented all right so 
Welcome back, guys. And I'm so sorry about that, Theo. I removed his phone from the group three times. Wow. This usability... I mean, seriously, I'm so pissed at how non-user-friendly Skype has become. Cat, uh, are you back with us? Yes, I am. Okay. Miles, you there? No. Okay. <laughs> Who needed but, him anyway? Yes. Jeez. <laughs> but um but yeah, this this segment is just you know, we might as well just get a break and just be done with it because that was that was just a fucking embarrassment. We got some we got some good D and D talk in there and that was kinda of fun. Or Pathfinder. There we go. Seriously. Oh, I like, oh. Um, uh, we got the news. I don't know if it's been mentioned last show or not about Dwayne Johnson being uh, cast as Black Adam, I think the character's called. Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson, yeah. They're, I guess they're going to do... Um, uh, okay, now I'm getting an incoming call from Junior Cadet 4. I don't know if this is Theo, but I can't... I can't Take a risk. Add no? pe- okay. I can't add people to calls. Oh. It won't let me add people to calls. I, I can't, it, it, you know, so I don't know if this is from Skype because I gave him a bad review or what. But, you know, because uh, I just sent him a negative uh, review of the call. I said I couldn't hear sound because nothing else matched, you know, what what I wanted, you know, what my complaint was. You know, that Skype wholly sucks now. So. Yes. That that's yeah. what I wanted to say. So um, uh, Theo's, I, I can't see Theo in the chat. I don't know if that was him calling or not. I'll uh, um, I'll I'll have to look. Maybe I'll send him a message or something. Um, <clears throat> and um, uh, wants to connect with you on Skype. <sighs> All right. Oh, it is Theo. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, and add him in. Okay, so can I get back to it? But anyway, I'm looking for. I, I, I'm curious about the DC streaming service. We'll see what happens. So, okay, there we go. Theo started a. Okay, so Theo is should be here any moment now. So, uh, Theo, are you there? <laughs> Theo. Theo. Theo, you there? Theo? I Theo? see his figure. I see, I see his picture. All right. Hello, Theo. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, the DC streaming service, it's going to be pretty fun. <laughs> Apparently, it's not going to have a lot of, uh, of different shows that are currently on um, or movies that are currently out, but it's still going to have a lot of their back catalog. So that's kind of exciting. I'm assuming that'll have a lot of the animated series, the Super Friends, you know, probably the the old Batman and Wonder Woman TV series, uh, and and plus a bunch of oddball stuff too. Uh, Theo, are you there now? Oh, hello. I, did I hear something in the background, or was that somebody else? Uh that was might uh, have been me. I, I yeah, I don't know. I I, I didn't hear anything <laughs> that sounded like Theo. So I didn't um, either. Okay. Um, well, anyway, he's gone. Yep, he left the call. So, uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's twenty after. So we we gotta. Uh, let, so I'll 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 reschedule. Um, reschedule. Theo, this is just this is 
just fucking up yeah, the whole Skype, segment. Yeah, Skype. Yeah, Skype needs to get a scathing. I already yeah. sent in my review, and I'm not happy. So yeah, I'm I'm livid about this new Skype. It's a piece of garbage. Um, yeah. So uh, anyway, let's let's just go to break. Uh, clear our clear our minds. In uh, yeah, we're just gonna reschedule with Theo. My apologies. <laughs> Uh, but you know, uh, we'll if you need help getting your new Skype account set up, we'll we'll help you with that. But for tonight, we we gotta call it good, call it quits. So um, let's go ahead and um, cue up a Hairwolf song or something. Um, actually, you know what? Uh, no, we're we're gonna uh, for Skype. We're gonna play a special song from Macaroni on this break. <laughs> Gee, I wonder which one. <laughs> it ain't Lost City. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, all right, let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, more Mike Check Radio right after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. And you're no match for my brain. Yeah, that's smart. Let me put it this way. Have you ever heard of Plato, Aristotle, Socrates? Yes. Morons. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Off your chest This is what you play When people got you fed up This is what you play When you just don't give a fuck This is what you need When your car breaks down This is what you need When there's traffic all around This is what you need When you just walk in And catch your fiance With your best friend This is what you play When you get laid off And find out That your final check's way off This is what you need When you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping With your firstborn seed This is what you need When them ends don't meet what you need when you fighting in the street this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive through when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air 
This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm Tim Cormall, host of the Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. You'll notice he's incredibly fast. And for some reason, he likes grooming eyebrows. Immaculately! Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. That's right. Mike Check Radio. It's Adam Hebert. That was a really short segment, uh, but it was uh, it was chock full of Skype awful. My apologies to Theo for all of that. That was a, a headache and a half. Uh, but I do... Adam Hebert taught me everything I know about grooming eyebrows immaculately. And tonight, I would like to present Miles Lagon, Miles Lagon his, his fancy new bedazzled eyebrows. Uh, I, I want you to wear those with pride, my friend. With glitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bedazzled. Oh, yeah. Snap, push, and pop. Uh, so, 
I actually, I yes, I have that. Uh, Tana get uh, Tana Tana Gertz from uh, the Trump call. Snap, push, and pop. That's right. And Cat, uh, <laughs> Cat, her eyebrows uh, were groomed immaculately by me. And also, uh, I, I spelled the words "hot" and "stuff" in puffy paint over her eyebrows. I hope you enjoy that, Cat. Oh, you have no idea, Kenny. No, I know. Idea. Yeah, means a lot to you, I'm sure. So <laughs> and last but not least, uh, Michelle Lagan's eyebrows—they are absolutely stunning. Uh, we've put extensions on them, and in uh, beads that hang in front of her eyes. So when she wants to look in the eye, she has to part her eyebrow curtains for everyone. So welcome back, and I hope you enjoy those, Michelle. I, I do enjoy them, th- though not as much as Loki does, because he seems to like to eat the beads <laughs> and tear them off. So it's, it's kind of like a it's a love and take relationship, you know. Yeah, tuck them behind your ears when you when you drive. Uh, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, and I just shaved mine straight off because I barely have eyebrows anyway. I wanted to go for the Brian Kilmeade look. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So let, let's get back into it. Um, uh, so is, is, let's let's open it up a little bit here. Uh, has anybody uh, been watching or watched anything? Any movies? Any TV? Uh, or, or is there something that you're really looking forward to watching uh, coming up? I have a Netflix recommendation, new movie on Netflix. But I'll uh, I'll see what everybody else has first. Cat, uh, uh, anything? Um, there are a few things I've. Uh been working my way through getting caught up on the Arrowverse um, and there's a Spanish drama that I watch on Netflix that I've been getting caught up on called Cable Girls that's actually really pretty good. I enjoy it anyway. Yeah, Susan and Um, I checked an episode of that out. Yeah, um, where I'm at on that right now, one of the characters has come out as being a trans man and went to seek treatment for it and it was the the place that she went to basically turned out to be an asylum and so they had to go and break her out of there but or mm-hmm. break him out of there um and then there's also something that I've just started to watch called Kiss Me First which is British and um, it's sort of, it takes place both in the real world and in a virtual world. And, um, so far it seems pretty interesting. Yeah. I almost, uh, I, I think I put that on my watch list cause it looked kind of fun. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's cool. Um, uh, what about you, Miles? Uh, anything? Oh gosh. We're still, we're still stuck in, um, halfway watching through so many series um we're, we're watching like trigun i know we, we wanted to do lost in space mm-hmm. uh, we just finished uh, the last season of supernatural i know we enjoyed that um, oh good susan will will be happy to hear that yes yeah it was we, we we do enjoy that uh i know adam's been honest to finish the uh feel full metal alchemist but we kind of got stuck halfway and been difficult to get back back into it sure but sure. uh you know there are just so many options out there and 
you know, when I get home from work, you know, I know Michelle can, she, she has, she has carte blanche. She can do whatever she wishes. I just, yeah. you know, I just live here. <laughs> Go along for the ride. <laughs> yeah. Like a, so, so Michelle, you're like a cat then, right? T- tell me, tell, have, have <laughs> Michelle tell me what we're going to be watching here in the near future. Cause I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. Uh, <laughs> Well, we actually just recently watched the last Underworld movie, and actually, I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know that they're fun. They're fun. They're fun escape from reality movies. Yeah, I you know, saw the if you don't first think one. Too, yeah. If you don't think too much about the physics, and you don't think too much about the, you know, the the you know the 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 um, frailties that each race is supposed to have, they, mm. they are enjoyable. So, well, that's cool. I like the story. I like the characters. I like the actors. They have a bunch of really cool actors in these. So yeah. Now, have you have you gone back and uh, recently watched or rewatched any uh, old uh, schlocky horror films? Oh me, I, I I watch a schlocky horror for for the <laughs> life of me. You know, I watch I watch anything that 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 has horror in the title, even though how craptastic it might be. So. Um, uh, Recently, oh, have you, has have any of you seen a really horrible horror movie? It was in the eighties called Saturday the Fourteenth. We started watching. We, we just we just watched that the other day with it has Jeffrey Tambor in it from like nineteen eighty. Yes, and Richard Benjamin and uh, was it Paula? No, Pamela? No, Paula? I don't remember. But it's a great horrible crap, and that's where I get my favorite quote. It's like closing the barn doors after the horses have eaten your children. Uh, that is my favorite quote. Yep. It it is such a, that yeah that's that's funny. We should uh, we should get that for one of the shows. Um, I have it. But <laughs> oh, you got you clipped that audio. Yeah, I clipped the audio and I sent it to you. When did... you should have it. It oh. was a while back. It was about a month and a half ago, I think. Two months. Hmm. I don't have it on my hard I remember, drive. I remember when that movie came out, seeing the ads for it on TV. Me too. Me too. I, yeah, I, I actually have the poster for it. No shit. Of course you do. <laughs> You've got quite a collection of posters. Oh, I, I have yes. I have a crazy amount of, no of stupid movie posters. So, yeah. Nice. I, I've seen the Hellraiser uh, poster that you have. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I've got, I've got, you know, I've got Evil Dead Two. I've got Fright Night. Oh, I have, I have a whole bunch of really fun ones. So, um, uh, oh yeah. So here we go. Uh, this is a movie I just watched. A uh, brand new movie that dropped on Netflix. It's not bad. I'm not gonna give it like f- ten stars or anything like that. You know, on a scale of one to ten, I'd probably give it like a like a six. But it was fun. And had some great visuals and everything. And the story, the story is very familiar. It, once you, it has a big twist in it. I'll just say that it's a sci-fi movie with a big twist. And if you're eagle-eyed, you might be able to catch it. I feel because when it when it happened, I was like, ah, I should have caught that. But the movie's called Extinction. It just came out on Netflix, and it has uh, a couple of Marvel Universe alumni. It has uh, uh, Michael Pena. Is that how you say his name? Pena? 
um, who uh, from the Ant Man movies. Uh, you know, he plays. Uh, um, I can't Luis. remember the character. Luis, thank you. Um, and it has Mike Coulter, who plays Luke Cage, and uh, as a uh, uh, Lizzie Kaplan from Cloverfield, Mean Girls, stuff like that. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, uh oh. What? Everything okay? Uh oh. I think Loki. Loki did something to her. Something. <laughs> oh, he pulled her. I, I pulled her. What sounded like something fall, falling onto the floor. So she. He pulled your headphones <laughs> off. So something I think she, happened. Loki just yeah. shut off my laptop. He shut it off. Yes. Oh, the cat shut down her laptop. Oh, okay. Well, we'll we'll eagerly await her return. Uh, the computer so. just does what it's told. You know, it doesn't know who's telling it what yeah. to do. Understood. Understood. So, uh, um, so anyway, God but the, of mischief. God of but mischief. the mo- Yeah. The, so the 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 movie's called Extinction, and uh, it's on Netflix right now. Uh, it's a pretty cool uh, little thrill ride movie. Um, and like I said, it does have a pretty epic twist in it. And um, am I, but it's am I back? Yeah, you are here. Yes. You are. Yeah, here. you're back. But yeah, so but yeah, Extinction. Like I said, Michelle has a pretty epic twist. Is a great cast. Um, and uh, yeah, just just dropped on July 27th. Uh, so I was reading an article in oh, on CBR, of course, Comic Book Resources, not Cord Blood Registry or the the, the bicycling website that has the initial CBR uh, champion champion bicycling racing or something. I don't know. But um, but yeah, um, they they had a review a, a thing, and I every time they do this, it's like, uh, you know, Netflix extinction plot, you know, plot twist explained, and I'm like, oh oh oh, navigate away, navigate away, and then I rush home and I watch the movie, and um, and it was good, it was good. So I I think um, I think you guys will get a kick out of it. Uh, like I said, I'll give it like six out of ten, maybe a seven. Uh, the, you know, there's a, the, uh, again, there, there's some, it's very, it, it, it's similar to other, other things that have gone on in sci-fi in recent years, but it's a, it's an interesting, slightly different retelling. I, and I can't say anything else, but yeah, it, it, if you like twists in movies, check this one out. Extinction 2018. Um, and Michelle, now that you're back, I wanted to share something with you. I'm going to p- copy and paste a link into the chat room. And as you, you guys all know, I recently acquired for my anniversary present from Susan, the, the Mego, uh, Star Trek, uh, figures and enterprise playset, And, uh, which I had when I was a kid. And so I've kind of been going a little Mego crazy and looking to see what else people have been making. And there's a website called Monsters in Motion that does lots of different limited edition kind of customized um, Mego style figures. And Michelle, this one's for you. So go go ahead and tell everybody what that is when you click on the link. Um, and you can see what it is. And you might might want to get it. It's a little pricey. Oh, oh my. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Limited to 50. Limited to 50. Tell everybody what it is. It's the Abominable Dr. Fives retro Mego style figure. And it's got him in all of his horrific uh, glory 
in his little white satin uh, outfit. It, it, it looks great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 80 bucks, so, yeah. you know, I don't know. Maybe we, we should all pitch in and buy that for, uh, for Michelle. Um, oh, no, no, no. But it, 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 it is spectacular, though. I, I love the look of it. It's, you know, he's got that little, that wonderful decayed, you know, creepy, you know, face with a lipless mm-hmm. mouth and the, the wonderful uh, staring eyes with no lids. That, that yeah. looks cool. cool. Yeah, the Did artwork. Did you hear that? Huh? Did y'all just hear that? That's what? the sound of Michelle failing a will save. No, it is not. I am not going to. No, do not buy it for me. No. I have plenty of collectible stuff around the house. I love it. It's amazing, but no. But do you have a Dr. Fibes? Do you have a Dr. Fibes no, figure? I do not have a Dr. Fibes. It's your, one of your favorite horror movies. you got to have it. I know. I know. But I, <laughs> I, 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 I resisted another kitten this week, okay? You know, well, so. you don't have to feed this guy. You don't have to feed this guy. A cat's a lot more than eighty bucks, Michelle. Come on, you got to do it. <laughs> well, oh look, there's a picture of the September to live through. Okay. Yeah, well, there's even more pictures of him. So, oh, yeah. um, but uh, but it yeah, they. Great. I love the look of that. They they, they did a nice job on it. Yep. They have a they have a Pennywise uh, limited edition. Uh, looks like the Tim Curry version. I gotta say, oh, the we co- had a we, there was a Pennywise joke floating around somewhere, and I forget what it is, but it was an amazing. It, it had to deal with Trump's uh, cabinet, but I don't remember remember what it was, mm, and it did not uh, have to do with Ke- Ke- Kellyanne. It was it was funny, but damn it, <laughs> I can't remember it. Um, you know, I, I read a, a, a really funny tweet the other day, um, and I can't remember who did it. Some comedian on Twitter, and I need to paraphrase it, but it really, uh, uh it really made me laugh. It, it said it was something like, "I think John Krakowski and Emily Blunt uh, are are going through a rough patch. They barely spoke to each other in their last movie." Do you guys get the joke? Because the <laughs> the 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 movie that they were just in the the about um oh what's the what's the name of the movie? I can't remember. Oh, it. A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah. So because they're married in in real life and um uh yeah. So er, I have no, a funny story about him going through customs in Britain. Oh yes, that was hilarious on Graham Norton show. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, what happened? I'll let Michelle tell it. No, you do, hon. You probably you remember it more than Krasi- I do. Oh, his name's Krasinski. You watch Graham Norton all the time. I'm sorry, it's John Krasinski. I, Krakowski yeah. is the the name of um, uh, that's J- Jane Krakowski, who is uh, from Thirty Rock. Um, yeah. Uh, if you can't remember, uh, uh, from what I remember, uh, Emily Blunt told the story about how her husband was coming through customs. And the customs officials ask him, you know, like, okay, are you here, you know, for business or pleasure? And I think he said pleasure, uh, you know, at, at the time. And and uh, and he goes, yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm an actor, you know, or whatever. And I was like, like, and and uh, you know, and, and he's like, oh, okay, whatever, blah blah blah. And somehow, some way, he he mentioned just, uh, yeah, my wife's an actress too. 
And and he's like, oh, really? Do I know her? He's like, yeah, you, you probably know her. Yeah, you know. It's just like, well, who is she? And, and he goes, Emily Blunt. And the and the customs guy looks at him and goes, you? <laughs> and, and looks at him again like, you? <laughs> just like in total disbelief that this average guy had a hottie like Emily Blunt. Wow. Uh, yeah, so that, that's that's pretty funny. Um uh, yeah, and <laughs> a, another a, uh, another thing about uh, uh, Krasinski, not Krakowski, Krasinski, uh, is apparently he's vying for the role of Reed Richards in a, a rebooted uh, Fantastic Four. I do not like him for that role. Um, and also, I also want to talk. I want to talk about the Fantastic Four for for, for the rest of this segment. Uh, but I, I, I want to get your guys' opinion. What do you think, John Krasinski as Reed Richards? Uh, what do you think, Michelle? Uh, let me look at him because I I don't recognize actors' names. He was so Jim I'm from right. the Office, the American version of the Office. He was Jim. Never watched it. <laughs> okay. So, I only watched the British version. Sorry. Yeah, I watched them both. I I, I have love for both. Um, How do you spell his name? Uh, K R A S I N S K I. Okay, got it. Yep. Uh, Cat, huh? what? Go ahead. Finish. Not go bad. ahead. Yeah. But you Not don't bad. know him much of it as an actor, and that's that's more. Yeah, it's less looks I just look and. At his face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cat, what do you think? I don't know. I I would have to like actually see him trying to play the part. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it couldn't be any worse than the most recent attempt to reboot the Fantastic Four. Oh dear God. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> the Trank Stank. The Trank Stank. Fan Four Stick. Um. Um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, what do you think, Miles? Did you did you uh, look him up? Do you know who he is? Not really. Um, but yeah, the, the the amount of time. I mean, this would be the third or fourth reboot of the Fantastic Four. Well, it, it would be the the fourth film uh, adaptation because there was the the one from the early '90s, which, honest to God, is probably one of the better ones. The um oh god, what's that guy who uh um I forgot to see if Adam was ready. Oh, I think he might be ready. Oh, he he's says home. he's home. So, yeah. all right, let's get Adam in on this. Um, but uh, uh, Roger Corman, Roger Corman was behind that one. Um, and I I watched it again recently, and it's not that terrible. The special effects suck, of course, but you know it, it had early '90s like CGI. It was pretty bad. But um, but yeah. So um, Adam, hey buddy. Hello. Uh, konnichiwa. Or, no. <laughs> you lost uh, me. I was listening on the way home. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, and, and I'm gonna give everyone a little uh, nickel's worth of uh, free advice here. What's that? Uh, Hold on. Let me get the change. Uh-huh. I'm tease. Please proceed. <laughs> Don't show up one minute before a store closes wanting a refund. Oh boy. You're basically telling me the people at store I care about your life outside of the store. All that matters is me. It is. That's correct. 
because one minute before the store closes still means the store is open. So they don't give a damn about you. But that mm. refund takes five minutes. They don't yeah. know that, and they don't care. Uh, I have a question. What, are you required to stay and give them the refund? Yes. Okay, uh, follow-up question. You get overtime for that, right? I still get paid until 7.15. If I punch out later than 7.15, no, I don't get paid. Well, if you go... What? Uh, that sounds like it's a violation of Department it's... of Labor standards. No. Yeah, well, I think so. Well, I'm sure I know what I would say if somebody came in uh, one minute before closing with a return. Fuck! Yeah, yeah, something like that. That's a, you know, I mean. Well, Adam, I I, I, I understand this is a, a source of frustration for you right now, but you kind of just came in the middle of a conversation that I think is kind of important. So okay, <laughs> but go ahead, I'm finish. Sorry. Just finish your thought on it, and then I, I want to bring you into this. Go ahead. Well, now I feel guilty. Um, no, just finish. I, I mean, it's just, I mean, look, our hours are posted publicly. You know when we close. We know when we open. You wait until the last minute to show up. I'm sorry. You're a jackass. Agreed. Amen to that. Amen to that. Amen. And Amen. I had so little time tonight, I couldn't load up any of your drops. Um, so, uh, but we're, you know, so... But anyway, so my... my um, uh, We're talking about Mr. Fantastic right now and john krasinski who was jim in the office has expressed interest in playing mr fantastic what do you think of him in that role adam um i'm gonna be honest i i i'm not super familiar with with the office i know that's the uh, um do you know the actor do you I, know his face he's in a quiet place now he was in um not I mean, much what's else. his name john krasinski John Krasinski. K R A S I N S K. Yeah, I think I see it. Yeah. 38 years old. <clears throat> yeah. Married to Emily Blunt. Yeah. Yes. Got him. Yeah. Uh, uh, so if you, well, I, I guess I'm asking the wrong people about it then, because if you don't know him as an actor, then you can't really give a, a, a any answer. But based on looks. I think he could he, he could do it. I think he could All pull right. off a Mr. Fantastic. My second point my second point about Mr. Fantastic is and this might be controversial for a lot of people. Um but I'm going to say it right now for the Marvel Cinematic Universe I do not want Mr. Fantastic to have elasticity powers because it always looks like shit on camera. Nobody yeah, has mastered that's, that. His, his I, I, but that's that. kind of his thing. I know, but they've changed all kinds of other things. All the other members of the Fantastic Four have cool powers. And, and honestly, I think the only time that power has been used effectively by any character in the comic books is Plastic Man. And and because some people have written some pretty clever things about Plastic Man, and you know, especially like Grant Morrison and stuff like that. I don't know. I I. I I know it's established that's his superpower, but I don't know. I he's think that he's a super genius. He's a super genius. You know, maybe they could give him shape shifting powers more akin to like, you know, to to uh, Mystique or something like that, or or give him some kind of like, you know, 
power that you know what about this what if he has like some kind of uh, temporal displacement powers so he could like open a portal and punch somebody two blocks away you know or something like that you know he's like super rich too right no that's kind of a running gag he doesn't even make that he doesn't he's always uh having to pay bills isn't that right kenny I thought uh, he had a huge building with a research facility in it and shit. Yeah, he does, but he, he, but they're funded by a bunch of different. And I think in recent history they were funded by Stark Foundation and stuff like that. So I don't think that's. I I, I don't recall that as being much of a sticking point. But also, uh, it's never been that you know he's super rich like a playboy or anything like that. It's that well, he has just funding give him a to suit do made of does. iron. <laughs> no, screw that, screw that. But I don't know. I mean, that what, won't work with the plastic powers? No. What, what uh, I don't know. What What do you, cat? What do you think? Do, do you think that's a, a dumb idea to change his power set? I think it would simply from the uh, standpoint of the fan wank that would happen as a result would doom the freaking movie from the start. Yeah, it, it, you got a point there. You do have a point. But Adam, do you, do you think there's any way they could pull it off? I mean, I I, I trust Marvel Marvel Studios. Mm-hmm. I think that if anyone can find a way to pull it off, it's them. But I just, I'm just I mean, like, yeah, they've changed powers to some extent, but they've always kept the the core essence of the powers. Like, okay. Scarlet Witch, she still manipulates probability and can do weird stuff. It's just how she got that power is different Mm because they can't legally use the term. How can you copyright a biological term? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I I don't get that. And, and, you know, they've changed. I mean, look at Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson, you know, you know, it was wildly different in the comic books. You know, yes, he still has wings and flies, but he didn't have some crazy military you know, um, jetpack looking thing, you know, um, who else's powers have changed? I mean, I, I, to me, it's like, yeah, Spider-Man, you can't fuck with his powers. Superman, you can't fuck with his powers. Wolverine, no go. Can't mess with it. But Mr. Fantastic, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's like, you've got the Fantastic Four, it's really the the Fantastic Three and a really smart guy with shitty powers. Because even his elasticity, you know, like I hate the elongated man. That's an obnoxious character. I was so sick when uh, not sick, but I was irritated when they put him in the the Flash. You know, yeah. um, and they made that character really obnoxious too. And but Plastic Man, I always liked him because he's like completely comical. You know yes. he's funny and goofy and wacky, and but they use they've used him to great effect in the comics. Uh, to you know, I, I mean, <laughs> w- one time one time he got uh, Cersei, the enemy of Wonder Woman, changed Plastic yeah. Man into a pig. You know she she could change people into animals. She changed him into a pig, yeah. and he sprang and right out of yeah, and he sprang right out of it. <laughs> And was like, okay, try something else, <laughs> you know. Um, did, go ahead. Did you see Plastic Man in in Robot Chicken? 
Uh, no, I I, I, uh, I was not that big of a fan. I think that show is kind of okay. disrespectful, but... But, but <laughs> Stretch Armstrong was in Robot Chicken, and Stretch Armstrong had a family, and he had his corn syrup kind of got solidified. So they yeah. had to do a, 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 a corn syrupectomy to him. They had to give him new corn syrup. <laughs> so... Um, and he wasn't supposed to stretch for a while, but he decided he was going to stretch because he wanted to serve his family. He wanted to be the man of the family, and mm-hmm. his stitches were erupted, and he died. So the next scene shows the same family table, but Plastic Man is there. <laughs> That's Plastic pretty man. funny. I'll get that. And the kid's like, you're not my dad. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. It was yeah. So... But uh, but yeah. So I don't know. That's that's Kenny Pick's controversy corner on the MCU. I don't think Mister Fantastic should have stretchy powers anymore. Change it. It's interesting. You know, uh, I mean, yeah. there. I, I mean, I, I like the idea of like a temporal uh, displacement powers because look how they use that in um, Infinity War or Doctor Strange. You know. I know it would have to be different. I wouldn't want to see it a complete knockoff of what they were doing, you know, with, you know, Star-Lord doing backflips through, you know, portals and stuff like that. I mean, it could be done a different way. Uh, and again, it, it could be, you know, quantum realm-based abilities, you know, just because I, I think that that would be interesting if they're focusing this much on the quantum realm, that why haven't we seen the Fantastic Four? Well... They were lost on the macro spectrum of the, the uh, quantum universe or whatever, or, or quantum quantum realm. So, anyway. Any other thoughts on that before we go to break, gang? Not that I can think of. Have I sucked the air <laughs> into the room again with, with, a, with talking about something? No, <laughs> you, just, you, you made us think, and I can't really, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think right now. All right, Adam, brain, right. no, make good, smart. Um, All right, go, go, go ahead. I'd like to, if if they could play off of Reed Richards' um, intellect a little bit more, yes, that would make a lot of sense. Oh yeah, don't go crazy with it like they've done in like Sherlock, and uh, you know, or, or you know, um. Even the Sherlock Holmes movie that Robert Downey Jr. was in, like the the slow mo super analysis kind of numbers going through his head kind of thing, that could be great. Or, or instead of his stretchy powers, make it he could he could do things in a different way. You know, like make make it more um, phasal. Yeah. Instead of stretching, you know, he could reach in through things and grab stuff or something like that. Yeah, that that's what that I'm saying with what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying with like temporal displacement. You know, yes. he, he, you know, like I said, he's not literally stretching, but he could throw a punch and his fist would hit you two blocks away. You know, through right, yeah, he's temporal holding displacement. Holding, yeah, yeah, folding, folding, uh, folding space. Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah, that that's so. That would I make think, a lot more sense. And it would probably look a lot more visually stunning than a big goofy arm, you know, flopping around. Because the physics oh, behind yeah. that are just stupid. Um, so <laughs> I'm sorry. Kenny Pick has opinions about stretchy powers, everyone. So, but he's great in the bedroom, folks. <laughs> uh, <so laughs> the joke everybody makes about stretchy powers. 
Um, so anyway, all right, let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be back with another hour. Is there another hour of this Drek, Adam? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back with the final hour. The whole hour of this Drek. Yeah, there we go. Uh, right after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Okay, we got the hot tub hot, the wine cooler's cool, it's hammer time. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Snap, push, and pop. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great stuff. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Make it so, Mr. Laporte. Make it so. 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 Sir? Do it. Do it. Do it! Make it so. Make it so, number one. Make it so, Mr. Crusher. Make it so, Data. Make it so, Mr. Crusher. Well, make it so, number one. Make it so, Mr. Wolf. Henson Crusher, prepare to make it so. Then make it so. Make it so, Lieutenant. Make it so. 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 Mr. Crusher, make it so. 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 Make it so, number one. Make it so, Winston. Make it so. Make it so. Make it so. Make it so. Dr. Commander, make it so. 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 Make it so, Mr. Data. Mr. Wolf, make it so. Make it so, Mr. Wolf. Make it so, Mr. Wolf. Make it so. 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 Make it so, Mr. Data. Make it so. 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 Wishing for a thing does not make it so. Make it so. Alright, there you go. Every make it so from Star Trek the Next Generation. Was that all? That was only all of them? Yeah. Jeez, I wouldn't Christ. have expected 
anymore. <laughs> it started when you hear a phrase over and over and over, it just starts to sound like nonsense too. So make us off, make us off, make us off. so anyway, uh yes, everybody, welcome back to this uh special tribute to Patrick Stewart edition, <laughs> sort of. What? Um but yeah, and of course, uh joining me on uh tonight's Mike Check Radio broadcasting live on indiemediaweekly.com worldwide. The one and only Adam Hebert, uh, who this show is uh, all about. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. And, uh, of course, the dynamic duo, the Dream Team in Port St. Lucie, Florida, Michelle, the Rogue DM. Welcome back. That is me, and I am stabbing off the evil cane toads on my front porch as we speak. Cane those cane toads. Oh, and I'd love to. <laughs> They're so damn fast, though. Wait, wait, you're stabbing them? Staving. I would love... My Miles shoots them with an air gun. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. But they, they, they are an so. invasive species. They kill <laughs> our animals. They deserve to die. Although I like to throw them in the freezer and freeze them because that is a humane way to kill them. But Make well. it so. Make well, it so. Let's try tossing you in a freezer and see how humane you think that is. And Do you want also, your dogs and cats to die from an invasive species from where is he? They're from originally from South America or someplace like that. I'm not um, saying I, I, they're they're hey. they're an invasive species and they need to be dealt with. But yeah. I'm sorry, fr- freezing someone doesn't something doesn't sound particularly humane. For toads, it is. They just go to sleep and then they die. You boil them. They're too dumb to jump yeah. out. No, yeah, hold on. you boil them very slowly <laughs> and then you cook them. What, sure. What way would a you rather poison- die? You're going to cook a poisonous, to- a venomous can I, toad. Can I finish? No, that's why I intru- freeze them. Can I, I finish? Them is they're cold blooded and they don't can, uh, yeah. worry. They don't worry about so- slow changes in temperature. Right. Also, Miles Lagan, uh, the Galaxy Master, the second half of the Dream Team, the dynamic duo in Port St. Lucie. Welcome back. Yes, hello, and and I'm not as vicious as my wife likes to make me out to be, but yeah, there are times when I can be. Well, the air gun, that didn't sound like. It just makes him go flying, right, with the air gun, right? Ooh. Uh, And last... At AWA this year. (laughs) God almighty. Um, And last, but most certainly not least, Kat, my sister from another mister, out of the heart of it all, Columbus, Ohio, where there's a, a there's a stench of big giant, uh, big dirty asshole in the air from Trump uh, visiting. Yeah, uh, speaking at Orange High School too. Yeah. <laughs> Who uh, approved that? Who came up with that idea? He did. Yeah, it's uh, the, it's the all county right. fairgrounds were too small for his big ego. So they found a school, and it just happened to be Orange High School. Neat. Well, uh, I'd expect that quality of thought from Donald J. Trump. They're going to need to fumigate the place. So oh, just uh, tear it down. Yeah. So anyway, so Adam, I, uh, now that you're on the show with us, and I'm sorry we, sorry we couldn't get uh, Theo on with us because Skype, if you listened at all, Adam, made me want to uh, punch holes in things tonight. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, as it is want to do. Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, so the big news, I, I'm sure you've seen it, uh, Patrick Stewart is returning to uh, CBS 
for a new Star Trek series, and he was reprising his role as Jean-Luc Picard. Yes, I, I did read that article during uh, my last break. And, uh, I mean, I've never been a huge Star Trek fan, but uh, Patrick Stewart is one hell of an actor. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, you know... It shows that he, you know, like a lot of actors seem to like Harrison Ford. Of course, famously hates Han Solo now. Yes, and, and I, I personally feel that that sort of attitude towards any given role is kind of disrespectful towards the fans. And I agree. He he respects his fans enough, and he's interested in the role enough to be willing to explore it again so long after it was over. You know, and like I said, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I get it. Harrison Ford wants, you know, he, he's a talented actor. There's all sorts of he can do. But again, you still need to respect the fans. And um, and I think that, you know, Patrick Stewart, yeah, he's got all sorts. He, he could get all sorts of projects, but he's willing to do this again because I think that he has genuine respect for the fans. Well, and not just that, but Patrick Stewart uh, notoriously was very apprehensive about going into television, especially American television, but when he started the role, you know, uh, uh, in, of John Luke Picard back in the late 80s. And his experience with that show totally changed his pers- perspective. And that's to be admired right there because we're talking about a Shakespearean stage actor, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, he had, you know, the, some bit parts in movies. He was in uh, David Lynch's Dune. Yep. Um, uh, guy, Gurney yeah, Halleck. Gurney, Gurney yep. Yeah. Um, and, uh, meow. Kitty. Um, yeah, that's Loki. <laughs> Loki, you crazy nut. Um, but no, they, I, I really think that this is. It, 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 I don't know if you heard uh, or read any of what he said about you know bringing back a, a little bit of hope or um, you know uh, light to times of darkness like we're going through now. We know what he's talking about. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. And you know, and, and I, I love that. I love that. You know, because you know he, he talked about you know how he might have inspired people. Uh, to, to be leaders or, or something like that from this character. And I, I'm just excited. And I don't know if you heard some of the update stuff I read that, you know, it, it's going to be coming from a different place. He's not, he's going to be the same person, but not the same person, but it's going to be, they're saying it's going to be done with the same respect and, and care that they did originally with uh, the next generation. But, so, so we're talking like the mirror mirror version of Picard or something. Well, I did make a joke about him having a goatee in this one. Uh, well, we're not so, sure. <laughs> yeah, we we don't know. Uh, you know, so so it's 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 very interesting. I'm assu- uh, uh, I'm assuming I'm assuming it's going to be a shared universe. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be a shared universe with uh, Star Trek Discovery. And. Um, you know the, the Trojan Rabbit mentioned earlier. Well, you know the they kind of wiped out things in the new Star Trek series and changed the timeline. But I'm all about divergent timelines. And again, I don't think CBS cares about what's going on in the Abrams movies that much because there's a big divide with you know what they can and can't do in the movies versus the the TV series. So 
So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited about that. But uh, now you know you say you're not that big of a Star Trek fan, Adam. What what's what's your? Were you watching the Next Generation when it came out? Was it something that? No. 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 I've I've always found the original series to be kind of boring. I know it's. I know the Next Generation is different, but it's just that was always kind of like a barrier. Yeah. Um, so so you but you uh, have you watched most of the original series? Uh, here and there. I mean, I've, there's still some. Wow, it's like some, talking uh, to John Kendall here. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that, no, it's it's understandable. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, you know, where where I'm at least maybe fifteen years older than Adam, maybe almost twenty. So, you know, it's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, oh, cat! Did you, you just posted a picture in the chat room? It's supposed to be no politics, but you broke the rules. But who is that with doll hands, Junior? Hobbit hands. You posted a picture. That that would be a certain Russian um, gun loving launders money through the NRA. Oh, yeah. So. Well, is it? Did that just break tonight? It's something that I just came across on the internet. No, oh, there you go. I Are put you it saying... in the chat because I didn't want to bring it up. In no, I know. I'm just, I'm just being a dick. So it's all right. Um, but yeah, so well, there's something to look forward to for next week, everybody. Oh no, collusion, bullshit. Mm-hmm conspiracy that's what it is uh, it's well, conspiracy now not a crime yeah. anyway exactly no, conspiracy <laughs> exactly no collusion no collusion all conspiracy uh yeah. <laughs> but but yeah so so adam would would this be a show that you would watch uh even though you weren't the biggest uh fan of the next generation yeah, I, I would watch at least the first few episodes to get a feel for it mm. well there you go all right it'd have to be brought out of but I mean, and, and I've, oh, sorry. And I've seen some of some of uh, Sir Patrick Stewart's Shakespearean stuff. I mean, he did an amazing version of Macbeth. Uh, I mean, he's such an amazing actor. I mean, <laughs> have you seen him in Excalibur? Oh, was he in the original well, Excalibur, Excalibur movie? Excalibur was an excellent movie. Yes, he was in the original Excalibur. Man, I saw that when it first came out. I was at a friend's house yep. on and watched watched it on HBO. Yes, that's where I saw it. <laughs> it that's was funny. Cinemax, I think, for me. But same idea, yeah. Yeah, yeah I could have yeah, been Cinemax. So he, he he's an incredibly versatile actor, and I love him. He's classically, as as Adam said, classically trained Shakespearean actor. But oh, his range is so. In the last Logan, in Logan, was not his. He played beautifully, you know the the, the Xavier falling into madness almost. Mm-hmm. You know, losing losing it. The the the, the whole uh, you know possible Alzheimer's craziness, and he did a beautiful job. And I still think he has the chops. I will watch anything he does. There was there's a there's a really quirky series he was in recently. 
and I don't I want to watch it, but I don't remember the name of it. Oh, it I know what like, you're talking about. Rick Overton yeah. was in that that show. We he talked about yes. uh, one of the last times he was on our show. Oh. Talked about it. Was it about newscasters? Yeah, it was like he was yes. kind of a Bill O'Reilly kind of character or something. Yeah, and he goes nuts, completely nuts. There's a horror movie that he's in that I haven't oh, watched the green yet. Something? The Green Room. Green Room, yes. I have um, not seen it yet, but it's on my list. We should watch that for uh, and get John to watch it. When's John coming back? When's his next uh, time back? Uh, I will ask him. All right, yeah, we got to get him. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, the three of us to do the tri- trilogy of ter- Trinity of Terror, whatever the hell we called it. Yes. Whatever the hell we called it. Um, Blunt Blunt Talk was the show yeah. that you're thinking oh, of, Michelle. Blunt, yeah. There you I go. thought Blunt uh, Talk. Yep. Blunt Talk, I think, uh, was okay. Could have been better. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, watching watching Sir Patrick be uh, you know be the, you know the equivalent of <laughs> Bill O'Reilly was <laughs> great. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So I, I just like Patrick Stewart. He just he he did something for me. I just loved him. I loved his voice. I loved the way he um and kind of the one. role of the captain of the Enterprise. So it was it was beautiful. So I need to go number one. Um <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> I liked his interactions with Q the best. Yeah, that you know, Q was uh was a fun character, you know, having a, a you know an, a real otherworldly, um, almost omnipotent creature. Yeah, 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 on the verge of omnipotence. Yeah, it, it, it reminded me of like uh, Mister Mitzel Pitlick in the Superman yes. cartoons or, or yeah. comic books, um, and you know, or or Bat might to a lesser degree. Um, uh, or, or, or uh, what was it, Mister uh, Mister Impossible? Was that his name? The green guy that was the enemy of the Fantastic Four. Well, I know the Beyonder was one of them. Or the Great Gazoo, even from the Flintstones. <laughs> so <laughs> I know, I know the Beyonder was a very um, almost omnipotent creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that, Fantastic. Yeah, no. that he was the the guy behind Secret Wars back in the yes. the eighties. So that but, was fun. But before we go to break, can I just say somebody needs to make Jeff Sessions say his name backwards? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so I think he can return to the dimension. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, in, I actually, I have audio of what that would sound like when he says his name backwards. Here, here you go. Uh, uh. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Forever, that baby sloth will will be known as Jeff Sessions. Poor baby sloth. I'm sorry. We love you. Um, but uh, oh, come on, that's that's not right. Baby sloths are adorable, uh, and Jeff Sessions has a face not even a mother could love. Uh, but that sounds like a noise that would come out of his mouth, though, doesn't it? But it's not to me. To me, he will always be the icky elf. Yeah, you're right. All right, well, uh, before we go to the break, um, Adam, uh, we gave our uh, TV movie recommendations at the start of last segment, so I wanted Mm -hmm. to see if there's uh, anything you've been watching uh, 
um, on the TV or in movies or you know what whatever uh, you want to recommend to folks? Okay. Wait now, or are we waiting? Now. now. Oh. A few minutes. We got yeah. We'll give you like <laughs> so, three minutes. Three minutes. Um, I've I've been watching um, Record of Lois War on Funimation. Yes. Um, okay. And I, I'm particularly enjoying it. It's cl- it's it's classic high fantasy. You can tell it's basically Dungeons and Dragons with the serial numbers yep. carefully filed off. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's funny. But. <laughs> But uh, no, it's 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 seriously good. It, it's it's a good show. It's twelve episodes, twelve half hour episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, they did an, a twenty six episode series later, but um, it, the animation still holds up. It's from about the same time as Batman the Animated Series, maybe a little bit before. So that's why I've been watching that. Um, of course, as always, I always highly recommend Critical Role. Can't can't recommend that enough. Yeah. Glad to see you still recommend it. Did you Congrats. did you hear uh, did you hear I got a Roku, Adam? Yes, you mentioned it last night, didn't you? Um Oh yeah, I think I did mention it on Turn Up the Night briefly last night, but Unfortunately that's how, I wasn't listening to the That's alright, that's how I started the show tonight talking about it. It has a headphone jack on the on the remote. So now you can check out Critical Role. Well, I'm um, now I can Say I don't have to yell across the room to Susan to turn the volume down on the TV when we're doing a show. <laughs> is what that what it too. is. Yeah. But so. uh, no, um, last night they did a, a show live from. Uh, I almost said Comic Con. That was last week. They did yeah. a show Gen live Con. from Gen Con. Gen Con. Oh my God, that was such a great show. I didn't expect. I thought it was only going to be like two hours long. It ended up being almost four and a half. Yep. If if it were not for the fact that Indianapolis is a three out three hour drive from Columbus, and I work on Fridays, and don't you get vacation ticket, time? I do. I never take it, but I get <laughs> it. Well, what better time to take it than when when they're going to do a, a live Critical Role show? What better time than when the office is going to completely fall apart because I'm not there? Yeah. <laughs> this is something that needs to be talked about off air. <laughs> My, um, I actually have a friend that's in Je- at Gen Con right now, and she's been tweeting. I'm like, I am nice. so jealous. <laughs> yeah, she gets to go to Gen Con and hang out with Matt Mercer, and you guys get to go to AWA and hang out with this loser. If well, I could ever get a group of friends together to go to Gen mm. Con, I'd consider taking time off from work to do it. Well, there yeah, you we go. Went in, we went in 2010. Uh, so. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, you know, this year is like, uh, next year is wide open. Wide open spaces next yeah, well, year. Well, it's this, a bit this, late to yeah. go this year, Kenny. The live yeah, show happened last night. So, okay. <laughs> it happened last year day? Um, yeah, it happened last so. year day. But anyway, hey, Miles what, has all uh, of August off next year. So, hey, well, how'd very you, nice. How'd you finagle that one off? How'd well, this is again something that needs to be talked about t- off air. Uh-huh. It's time for a break. <laughs> how, how did? Hey, Miles, tell us about how you uh, worked that out with human resources. Well, <laughs> hey, Miles, tell me where all the bodies are hidden. Uh, you want me to tell you how I get all of August off next year? No, 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 you no, don't I, have I, to. Do I, well, that. it was just a random thought. I'm, I'm sorry. I should not have. Anyway, I should not have asked. I apologize. 
No, you can ask. It's just I have 25 years of the company as of next year, and uh, I hate the month of August. There you go. <laughs> I love it. So Perfect. I have a lot of vacation time. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I squashed the uh, idea of answering that. So uh, <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and go to the break. Um, I have. I have a couple treats for everybody. In case you didn't hear it the first time around, we have uh, uh, Jean-Luc Picard and other Star Trek The Next Generation members uh, doing Make It So, set to the tune of Let It Snow. Um, you know, oh. And we've got that. And then a uh, special treat, the original Casio demo of Ghost Gun for everybody. Oh, no. Yeah, so... Uh, you know, it just oh, wow. basically it has fake drums, and I think some keyboard. I think I, I think I actually did some keyboard. Uh, uh, so this is all me, because I can't play drums. So when I would demo a song, I would just use a Casio beat on it. Uh, but you know, it's recorded for it. It's longer. It's much longer than the original Ghost Gun. So my apologies for that. I, but yeah, huh? I am betting that your drum solo on the Casio is better than the drum solo by a giant ant at the end of a certain movie could be could be we'll see (laughs) all right so here we go so make it so and the casio demo of ghost gun uh and we'll be right back you're listening to mike check radio with adam hebert when ramsey's destroyed syria that was an accident you are a catastrophe! Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, make it so, make it so, make it so. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought me some tea, gray hot. The lights are turned way down low. Make it so, make it so, make it so. When we finally kiss. Good night. How I hate going out in the storm. But if you... Really? Shut up, Wesley. All the way home, I'll be... Warm. Oh, the fire is slowly dying. And my dear... We're still goodbye, But as long as you love me, so... Make it so. Make it so. Make it so.
Ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower.
Hall. Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Jimmy frogs, flies, locusts, anything but you. Compared to you, the other plagues were a joy. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Hey, everybody. It's Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. This is Kenny Pick. And, of course, Skype is the greatest plague of all tonight. <laughs> uh, and, of course, uh, Adam Hebert, the man with the plan, uh, is here with us as well. The, the guy who the show is named after. Who gave me a show? He needs to be fired. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I will. I will have a talk with myself later. Uh, and of course, Cat uh, uh, joining us out of Columbus, Ohio, the heart of it all. Welcome back to the program. Thank you very much. And Miles Lagon, the uh, Galaxy Master in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Welcome back, sir. Hello. And Slayer of Cane Toads, Michelle Lagon, the Rogue DM. Welcome back. I am not a Slayer of Cane Toads. (laughs) I just um, uh, asked my husband to catch them, and then we put them to sleep. There you go. There you go. But I I, I did like that wonderful version of the ghost gun. I like the slower... Oh, thank no you. To it, it was it, that was very cool. I would love to put that on my Halloween soundtrack. I will send, send you a copy of that. Yeah, that actually, uh, I'm pretty proud of the keyboard work I did on that because I'm not that great of a keyboard player. I'm a kind of a single note person. I can do some chords here and there, uh, but I, I was pretty happy with how that came out. And there's actually some lost lines from the finished version in that, you know, about them playing stupid games or whatever. <laughs> Calling. I liked. I, yeah. I just like the tempo of it. It's nice and slow. It's kind of like almost. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. It has a really good eerie quality to it. I like it. Thank you, thank you. That's the goth version. It will be called the goth yes. version from now on. Uh, we're <laughs> going to do some Mad Libs here in a moment. I'm I'm working on uh, uh, filling in the blanks on uh, a few of the things from the chat room, so it takes a little less time. But, uh, Mr. Hebert, uh, I want to throw it back to you. Was there anything that uh, you wanted to talk about tonight, uh, uh, non-po- non-politics, that uh, um, has been uh, in the back of your craw? Well, I, I mean, I did kind of have a myth information ready to go, but if we're doing Mad Libs, I don't know if there's going to be time. Yeah, there's time. I'm only doing two. It, it'll, it'll be, yeah, we'll be all right. 
All right, well, then let's do this. So be, in honor of Netflix putting up the power of myth for streaming, I wanted to talk about Joseph Campbell. And that's because Joseph Campbell is probably the greatest myth scholar in mm-hmm. modern history. I mean, the man was was just amazing. Um, anyway, he was... Uh, he was born in 1904 and passed away in uh wait a minute that's not 87 i think i'm i think i transposed in there he died at age 78 in 1987 okay. um uh and he for uh it'd be 83 83 yeah i can't i i my ma- my notes are wrong i'm sorry it's okay <laughs> don't worry about it. he taught he taught at sir lawrence college as a literature professor from 1934 to 1972 um, he is probably best known for his concept of the monomyth, which is the idea that all myths are variants of the same great story. Mm-hmm. And uh, many modern filmmakers, artists, writers cite him as an influence. Probably the most prominent one would be George Lucas, who who you know who uh, said the you know um, the here with a thousand faces uh, inspired Star Wars. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, some of his more important works were, of course, The Hero with a Thousand Faces, which is basically his his masterpiece. He basically goes over in fine detail the concept of the monomyth. Of course, he doesn't really usually use the term monomyth, but he, you know, he, you know, you know, goes through this cycle, this hero's journey cycle, um, in in great detail in this particular book. It's an excellent book. I, I and the thing is that. I didn't really start reading it seriously until I was in college. So I'm talking late 20s. Okay. Uh, uh, is when I first started reading, you know, seriously reading Joseph Campbell's works. Uh, no, uh, other important works were uh, The Masks of God, volumes, excuse me, volumes one through four. And his final complete project, which was, of course, The, Pro- the Power of Myth, uh, which was a series of interviews with Bill Moyer, uh, and it aired shortly after his death in 1987 when he died due to esophageal cancer. And that uh, that ser- his interviews with Bill Moyer, I think, are available on on Netflix or yes, Amazon? that's what I mentioned. The power, the power yeah. myth. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I, um, I was I was writing Mad Libs, so it's fine. Don't I'm, mind you know, me. Uh, Anyway, at the time of his death, he had been working on a four-volume atlas of world mythology, of which only the first had been completed. Mm. So, I mean, um, now I've uh, heard that the Joseph Campbell Foundation has been kind of trying to, like, not necessarily finish it, but kind of reconstruct it from his notes. I haven't heard much about that. But anyway, speaking about that, four years after his death in 1991, Joseph Campbell's widow, Jean Erdman, who is currently still alive at the young age of 102. Yikes. And Robert Walter started the Joseph Campbell Foundation. Its primary purpose is the preservation, protection, and propagation of Joseph Campbell's works. But it also works to raise awareness about mythology through a variety of material uh, materials and uh, activities, including regular mythical roundtables. Um, so basically, you know, you, you give them a donation. You, you can. I prefer to get 
um, they do they they're working on releasing his catalog in ebook format, and basically I prefer to get my ebooks of Joseph Campbell's works through them because it's basically a donation and you get the ebook. So nice, nice. Uh, I highly recommend checking out the Joseph Campbell Foundation. Um, and, and his leg, I mean, it's so hard to just you can't overstate his legacy. It's vast. During his life, he raised awareness of world mythology and comparative mythology. And his work has inspired, as I said before, many people, artists, filmmakers, writers. And, of course, the Joseph Kale Foundation works hard to continue that legacy as well. I mean, this this guy is to comparative mythology and, you know, the teaching and learning of it. This guy is to that what, you know, what... what Herodotus was to history, to writing about history. He, he's just that important, at least in my personal opinion. He was an amazing man. This guy oh, is I on agree. the list of you know. If I could, if I could meet people who were you know, who were dead, he would be like probably the first person on my list. Nice. Yeah, uh, I can believe it. I mean, you've got you know. I thought I was into mythology until I met you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, it's just so, a fascinating so yeah. topic. It and, is. And, and, it is. You know, like Joseph Campbell, I believe that when you know you can read history, okay, you can read it and, and understand it. But if you want to understand a culture's values and what they idolized, you read their mythology. Mm-hmm. If you read, if you read their hero mythology, for example, you understand what they what they considered to be their ideal hero. Yeah, and and it says a lot about their values as well. Right. Yeah. So, like you know, you you read Shinto mythology, you want to get the, an idea of what their ideal hero is. Of course, you read about Suzano. You read about um, you know Momotaro, who isn't really mythic, mythical, but more literature but i'm sure joseph campbell would have i'm sure joseph campbell was very familiar with the story of momotaro but that tells you what sort of qualities that the the people of japan looked for in a hero same thing with greek of course you know uh, they valued physical strength and physical perfection and that's why of course you have heracles yeah mm-hmm. who of course was a flawed person you know that the guy killed his family because Hera drove him into a fit of madness but he you know heroes are never perfect in fact one one of the parts of the traditional hero cycle is the hero usually rejects the call at first you know you have that moment in Star Wars where Luke is like I can't go with you to Alderaan I've got to go home and help Uncle Owen that's yeah. that is straight out of the hero's journey where you reject the call of the goddess. Well, it's, just, it's your standard writers. You know, you, if your hero doesn't have something that is, brings them into conflict at the beginning, you can't. He can't be a good hero. If your hero seems perfect at the beginning, you're not going to be interested in the story. You're not going to read past the first chapter to figure out that yes. You know, he may fail later, but right mm-hmm. now, that's boring. It makes no sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah well, it's so. not that he's failing. It's just that he's refusing to hear to heed this call to action. 
Well, they yeah. also have imperfections too. The reluctant so, hero. You know, yeah, because Luke was headstrong. He, you know, he thought he knew things, and he, he didn't just wanted to go get some power converters. That's typical yeah. team behavior. Come on. <laughs> but that makes him a good hero. Oh yes, like I said, no, your your hero has to have some flaws. No one, you know, it's it's like Joachim Valentine said in Shadow Hearts Covenant. Nobody likes a perfect superhero. And, and if you look at Odin and Thor, they were both dicks. Yeah. yeah. They Zeus, were. Zeus couldn't keep it in his toga. Oh, there you yeah. Go. <laughs> yes, Zeus was a serial rapist, if you think about oh, it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, he was. He was, he was a serial rapist. And a cat. I'm sorry. How what? Hmm? What? She was having issues wrangling a cat. Yeah, Loki's ah. being a jackass right now. So. Ah, okay. There you go. Oh, yeah. Wow. That is like classic Loki. You named that cat well. Well, my little friend. <laughs> got something jammed in here real good. So, uh, I'm sorry. You were talking about Luke Skywalker, so. Uh, well, all right. Well, it, uh, it, um, are, are you good? Shall we roll along and do uh, Mad Libs now? Well, all I can say is check out The Power of Myth on Netflix. It's six parts. I think it's an hour each episode. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. And it's just him and Bill Moyer talking about mythology. I actually got... Um, I lost part of a grade in a history in a Western Civ class. Because um, I uh, challenged the professor. I said, I can name you every Greek god for the Roman god. You name me. He says, nobody can do that. I said... Try me. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and wow. he was supposed to kiss my feet when he. When yeah. He, yeah, and it did it, not He work wasn't out well. upset that you no. did it. He was upset about being embarrassed. Yes, but he was the one that made. Yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah. He was supposed to kiss your seat. People well, don't like friend. people don't like to lose face. No. Well. But I knew a lot of mythos uh, about the myth at that point, and he was like. Yeah. You can't do it. I was like, yes, I can. Yep. And it did not go over well. And I actually lost a grade for that. That, that sucks. <laughs> all right. Well, like you're... I all can... His... He Cat. was the one that, that that made the challenge. You know, I, I, yeah. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Cat, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say that uh, she stepped all over his penis and caused him to feel hurt well you can say penis yep. in this house the, the tonight is fun. yes i know um <laughs> so free, free for all free for all my house my rules and also and you know what you're not gonna lose a grade on this michelle i'm as mad as hell and i'm not gonna take this anymore this is madness don't get mad get mad libs <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right. And we got most of these filled out. I, and I felt like it, we needed to do Mad Libs because there's at least two Mad Lib books that I have that I can't do on. Well, I could do them on Turn Out the Night, but I think they would go over better here because they're nerd topics. So, And we're uh, standard nerds. Yeah, and we're going to go uh, alphabetical tonight on the show. And if I can remember my alphabet, I think Adam gets to go first. I need an adverb, Adam. Adverb. Um, slowly. 
All right. And uh, from Cat, a verb ending in ing. Skipping. All right. Skipping it is. And uh, next in line, Michelle, I need a number. 42. Okay. Miles, a noun. Uh, let's go with. Ooh. No, I don't want to do that one. <laughs> cane <toad>. <laughs> <laughs> A cane toad. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you would say that. <laughs> uh, cane toad. Adam. Ant eaters. <laughs> Adam. Adam, part of the body. Oh, jeez. Jeez. Oh, I'm going to have to really think hard about penis. There you go. You're going to have to think hard about penis. <laughs> How hard oh, did you have I to think? Can't, can't can't wait to get the, an audio clip of that this show. Well, <laughs> uh, Kat, let's see how hard yeah. you have to Let's think. Out, <laughs> uh, well, it can happen. Cat, uh, how hard do you have to think about another part of the body? Um, breasts. Singular, so it'll be breast. Um, and all right, so the next one. Okay, moving along. Next book, um, Michelle. Part of the body. Duodenum. Oh man, you, I. <laughs> how do you spell it? D u o d e n u m. For those of us that may not know what that means, yeah, it's it's the beginning of the uh, small intestines where it um, exits the stomach. Duodenum. I'm so, so uh, I'm sorry, Kenny. I do that. I do that to you all the time. Thank you. No, that's okay. Yeah. So, uh, it, well, okay. So, how to spell it again? D U O what? D U O D E N U M. Duodenum. Okay. All right. I got it. All right. Let me yep. start the music back up here. Uh, I gotta. Um, uh, <laughs> There we go. <laughs> no, it's okay. We're I back on track. Miles, a color. Moab. All right. I don't know how to spell that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Adam, another adverb. Ah, uh, another adverb. I. You can do it. I got faith Damn, in I'm you. Terrible. Ever. Um, I don't want to do quickly. Think about things you say about Trump. Does he Stupidly? do things? There you go. Uh, and let's see. So, cat, a plural noun. Balls. Balls. Uh, Michelle, a number, another number. Six, six, six. Excellent. Uh, and Miles, you get the final one on our second Mad Lib: an occupation, occupation, an occupation. Um, sewer inspector. Nice. That's nice. where you go to. 
sewer inspector. All right, so here we go. From the, st I've got one from the st uh, Spider-Man Mad Libs, everybody. And uh, both of these are about locations. Uh, the, the, but again, I, I, I picked one from one book and one from another. This is called The Daily Bugle. Uh-oh. Um, this is, it looks like a letter written to Peter Parker. Peter Parker, I received your photographs of that so-called hero, Spider-Man. While I wish we could banish that traitor from this cosmic city forever, your douches aren't bad at all. <laughs> You've... <laughs> All right, what how, what was how did you pronounce that uh, uh, word again? Duo, duodenum? duodenum. Okay, you've got a good duodenum <laughs> instead of a good eye. Good duodenum, but the photos were uh, too mauve, and it looked uh, like uh, one of them had mango on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. At the Daily Bugle, I smash quality. I stupidly consider the balls that I share with my readers. Oh boy. I do not want to see JJ's ball balls. They probably have a little Hitler mustache on them. Um, <laughs> if you want to work here, you've got to get even better. Study your carrots, eat your chicken fingers, and call me when you turn 666. Then I'll see about putting your trains in my moist news source. Ooh. <laughs> Is it me, or does that kind of sound like innuendo? Well, it, it, yeah, it most certainly does. Um, until then, don't send me any more Spider-Man polls. He's a menace to this myth. And I impeach him. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, J. Jonah Jameson, sewer inspector, sewer sewer inspector in chief. So, <laughs> wow. All right, the next one comes from Star Wars Mad Libs. Again, another geographical location in the nerd verse, Jabba's palace. So here we go. If you ever find yourself on the remote and orange planet Tatooine, you'll notice pretty slowly... Tatooine is technically orange. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You'll notice pretty slowly that there's not much in the way of entertainment unless you happen to wander into Jabba the Hutt's wiretap. <laughs> uh, at any time of day or night, the band is jumping, and someone is skipping to the sound of tiny music. But these clammy performers don't want to be there. They're all captives of the limp, drooling, slimy, 42-pound slumlord, Jabba the Cane Toad, who rules, who rules Tatooine with an iron penis. <laughs> 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 oh, that is comedy gold right there. Uh, if anyone tries to escape, the guests can watch uh, another one of Jabba's favorite forms of entertainment, dropping the unlucky special counsel into the tariff pit. Oh, nice. <laughs> 
No one ever comes out insignificant from the tariff pit. <laughs> On second thought, the next time you visit Tatooine, don't set breast near Jabba's palace. The smell of Jabba alone should be enough to keep you uh, light extradition papers away. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Nerd libs. Nerd libs. So, Nerds. there you go. Those are great. Nerds! Nerds. So, <laughs> Jabba rules with an iron penis. <laughs> <laughs> Does he even have one? You gotta roll him around in flour and try and find it, I think. Uh, no, there's, yeah, there, there's not much ecology on the uh, the replication of uh, huts. So. Oh, okay. So, um... Anyway, there you go. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up the show. Uh, I'm so sorry about all the Skype nonsense. I need to get this stuff sorted out. Uh, that was that was a really. I feel horrible um, that th we couldn't we couldn't get Theo, and we left like a fucking seven minute long voicemail for him because Skype wouldn't let me remove the number from the call. Yes, that was horrible. Three times I removed that number. That's insane. That's just insane. So anyway, well, I'm going to work with Skype tomorrow and see what I can do. Uh, but yeah, let's do, let's go ahead and do, uh, do parting shots tonight. We'll go reverse alphabetical order for parting shots. So Miles Lagan, what do you have uh, for us on the way out tonight? Oh, um, well, it, it, I know we weren't going to do politics, but uh, there was one thing I'd heard that pleased me this week. And that there was, there was a uh, Spanish... Uh, prosecutor that had um, t wiretapped a Russian mafia individual. Mexican, and yeah. No, it was a Russian. It was a Russian mafia. No, but the Mexican. It was a Mexican. Spanish. I I understood yeah, it was that... Spanish. I know Spain. Spain. Oh. Spain did it. Ooh. I heard it was Spain. Okay. Look at that. And uh, apparently, this wiretapping has been turned over to the FBI. And someone in this uh, involved in it, you know, from Spain, said that Mr. Donnie Trump Jr. should be concerned. Aww. <laughs> so I am looking. I am really looking forward to this shitstorm that is really flying about. Really starting to. I, I want to start to see some collateral damage. I'm looking forward to it. So there we go. Well, Let's I have seen some it. stories about uh, uh, there. There's been reports that. Uh, Fat Donnie is being very concerned about um, Don Jr. being a liability. Hobbit hands, we call him doll hands and hobbit hands. Uh, so uh, yeah, let, let's see what happens. Uh, Michelle, what do you got? Um, I don't have much. I just want this headache to go away because I have a very busy day tomorrow. Yeah, so. I'm so sorry about that. She has to make sure I don't kill anybody. Yeah. Miles is running the monsters tomorrow. This <laughs> oh, <morning>. no. <laughs> yes. Monster so, man. Talk to y'all later. Conflict of interest. No, it Wait, isn't. what? Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> nope. All right, Kat, what do you got for us on the way out? You want to talk about this conflict of interest? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm getting worried about tomorrow now. All of a sudden, <laughs> you I put in for tomorrow off. Hot damn! 
No good deed goes unpunished. What else? What else, Cat? Come on. Um, really, not much else. I, I'm looking forward to tomorrow because I've I really enjoy having the opportunity to play, uh, and things have just been kind of picking up with the game. So, and you got all them damn dice. Yes. Very nice. All right, uh, Adam, uh, what's your parting shot, sir? Uh, good question. Uh, thanks for coming for me tonight. No uh, this should be the last time for a while. Uh, we're, we're, we are officially starting the countdown to AWA 2018. Although AWA really needs to look over our application for a press pass, please. 2015, did you say? No, I said 2018. You said 2018. Okay. I haven't discovered the flux capacitor yet, which makes time travel possible. Someday. Someday, my friend. Someday. Um, but yeah, uh, looking forward to tomorrow. Kenny, I'll, I, I should have some time if you need help with uh, Skype. You know, I could put yeah, I'm Yeah, I'm probably going to bug you about that tomorrow after I get in touch with them. But uh, what about um, Midnight Sun tonight? Well, you know, I've decided to go out on a limb. I've been working on this project for about two weeks. And because I haven't done, really done a themed show lately, and tomorrow's game night or game day, well, whatever, game whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. Play my, I'm going to play the playlist I made for my character, Arian, tonight. Special request, play every Star Trek piece you can, too, for the return of John Luke Picard. Uh, do we have any Star Trek music on the server? Because mm. I've never put any up. Just uh, take a look. I think uh, Trojan Rabbit has some up there, and I'll uh, I'll see if I can find some. We'll, I'll figure it out. So, hey, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, stop uh, that. Stop that. I'm, I'm sorry. It's been a long day. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you. Come on. All right. Anything uh, else? My final parting shot. Don't don't show up at one minute till closing, expecting you know for a refund. Yes, because you please, might hear please don't. you might hear Adam Hebert say Fuck! Yeah. Uh or possibly this. Shut up! Oh my god, I don't care. There you go. So I'd like uh, to think I'm more dignified than that, but <laughs> maybe. Perhaps so. <laughs> Miles <laughs> 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 all yeah. right, all right. I don't have much else to add. I was just I thinking of where the medication was at the point. So. There, yeah. yeah. All right, well, I don't have much else to add. Uh, thank you. Uh, I had a great time with all you guys. I'm really sorry about all the Skype nonsense, and especially apologies to Theo over that. Um, but, yeah, fucking Skype, man. And uh, You're on our shit list, Skype. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, check out all the other fine programs here on Indie Media Weekly. We'll be back with you on Tuesday on Turn Up the Night. And be sure to check out the Sci-Fi Double Feature uh, tomorrow and Monday, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. And uh, yeah, stick around. Come uh, get your requests in over on Midnight Sun. I know Adam's got his playlist going, but he's always very generous with playing songs that uh, anybody wants to hear. So, um, yeah. Make it, make it so. <laughs> All right. Make it so. Hi, Captain. All right. 
nighty night. We'll see everybody next time around. Time for go to bed. It is late. Shall we retire? Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye to you all. I'll never forget you. Live in peace. Goodbye, all. Stay happy and good luck. On our way to great adventures. Get out of here. Gasping worm. Push the button, Frank. Catch you next time, Gadget. Next time. Visitors, thank you for your attendance. Resistance is futile. Your life as it has been is over. From this time forward, you will service 